This is a Fubar Radio podcast. Go to fubarradio.com for more details. Ian Boldsworth on Fubar Radio. Welcome to the show. I'm doing somewhere else. Can you just hang up? Welcome to the show. Coming up today, we have uh, 2.30pm, we have the Green Party Deputy Leader, Amelia Womack, in the studio, and I'm not even joking. <laughs> then at 3.15, we have Charlotte Josephine, the writer of Blush, that's at the Soho Theatre. Surprise, surprise, it's at the Soho Theatre. Um, kind of feel for a little bit, because we'll be fielding... Lots of press requests about what happened with the Green Party. (laughs) Got a guest presenter as well. Guest presenter today. Just prove that you're there. I'm here. (laughs) There you go. Not even going to tell you who it is. It's a a phone-in competition. do some sort of tribute to Nat as well at some point today because uh, some of you will have heard that Nat died in childbirth the other day so that's why we have something new here I mean it shouldn't have been funny <laughs> what's up Jacob <laughs> <laughs> Ian Boldsworth on Fubar Radio Here's the situation. Hi, welcome to the show. Here's the situation. Okay, so we have a uh, guest presenter, Lena. Oh, hey. Lena Norms, Resident how are you? Millennial. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Here to ask all the stupid questions. Yeah, basically somebody that I, I won't be able to sort of find a level with. It, yeah, you'll yeah, be like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you I can expect, explain things really slowly. Yeah, I explain all the time. <laughs> and I'll demand everything. Exactly. And some more yeah. avocado on toast. Yeah, your catchphrase <laughs> by the end of the show will be, come on, grandad. <laughs> That'll be it. Even though, even though I'm only 24. Also, um, so what's happened with Nat's death is that... So Lena's come in into a presenting role, but Jacob, you know Jacob, little Nosferatu bloke, creeps around the place <laughs> killing people. Uh, Jacob has, is elevated to producer role, right? And I, I can't tell if you're laughing or crying, mate. Are you laughing or crying? Bit of both, yeah, bit of both. <laughs> just him um, on his own. Have you met Jacob before? No, is I that haven't. The first time you met him? He's just oh, doing it all on his own. Man. It's not like the Andrew Lloyd Webber Jacob, you know, the Jacob, Jacob yeah, and Sons, no. <laughs> depending on farming to earn their keep. Although, no. interestingly, we did used to have a section called Jacob and Song, where Jacob oh. would sing karaoke. Um, I think we lost, in the region of 2,000 listeners, <laughs> <laughs> I think it was over, over a period of time, because I kept making him... I could, do you know, it was Flash. It was Flash by Queen. I kept making him sing Flash by Queen, and you wouldn't believe how somebody could get that song <laughs> wrong, even with rehearsal time. So the first time you go, okay, that's fair enough. I understand you don't know the song already, yeah. but we did it for about eight or nine weeks, maybe a bit longer than that, 
and he still couldn't get it. And it's just flash. Ah, uh, that's all it is, really. So what you're saying is the public went into public humiliation because that's not really what I've heard about them. I've heard they really bloody love that. No, so it, it, it wasn't. That I, I don't think it was humiliating. I think I was offering them <laughs> like a platform, similar to you. Now I'm offering you a yeah. platform. Yeah, that's it's like X Factor, really, yeah, isn't it? That's like, what this I was is my doing time. With this Jacob. is my chance. Yeah. <laughs> And so I was giving him that chance, you know, to show off his singing voice and all the rest of it. And we get we had like emails saying I'm never listening again, and they meant it. And you know, and tweets and stuff saying we can't listen to that, and that makes me want to do it for more. Life, though, isn't it, Jacob? Until eventually, <laughs> I was just told. Jacob can't be on air because it's bringing the station to its knees. <laughs> so you were the parent that was like, go back to school, bullies will build you up. And eventually yeah. they pulled the plug and were like, no social services. Yeah, go back to school and fight them is what I was, that was what I was, fight the bullies. If that's, you know, that's how you're going to raise above. But no, Jacob had no fight in him. And I often see him late at night as well, Jacob, on my way home. Because I, uh, I get a posh train and Jacob gets like a little pauper train, right? Oh, I love watching the slow train go um, past. Yeah, Jacob gets the slow train and we often cross... At a station, oh, wow. and I don't think I've ever spoke to him. Strangers yeah. in the night. In fact, do you know what happened last time? You know, the other week when we crossed the other week, when I, when you just stood by the door and let me go first and bowed as I went past, right? <laughs> he gets the class system. Yeah, but no, Jacob's a millennial that gets the class system. He <laughs> no. just accepted his fate. No one else on the train knew anything about it. So all the people on the train had seen was me walk on as if I was fucking cock of the walk, <laughs> and the, the man just bow at me, <laughs> and then he's gone. So he's got off the train, and I'm on the train, and they were staring at me and stuff like Nat was texting I was going I don't know where, I don't know whether to do a speech and just uh, I know him I know that bloke it's a joke just ask everybody else to bow yeah, well scary the public hysteria what I'll say to you Lena you could have been a shake it, I don't know it didn't take off <laughs> <laughs> it didn't take off at all so um, we met one time before we did Only I invited you before. to my house that was yeah, creepy well, wasn't it house, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> went around your house it was a good job you were the older man so then it talk, wasn't predatory we shouldn't talk about what happened should we because that was like because then it will seem like nepotism then it'll seem like oh yeah I went around her house and she's on the radio show all of a sudden so yeah, we, we'll yeah, keep that's, it that's let's keep it between us yeah what what we did Just or didn't do us. right that and night. your eight listeners now yeah. that Jacob sang <laughs> actually can we check the <laughs> listeners right now can you tweet us right now and say, let us know Come if on. you're still listening or were, you can't tell us if you switched off because of Jacob it's like an endurance test at this point they're doing well you'll find as this goes on that it becomes an endurance test in in, in enormous ways and, and many many I'm, I'm really worried about this green party lady well, it should be fine. No, I'm sure she'll be fine. Yeah, I've the, got a nose ring. I'll get on with it really well. The issue is, is whether I will be <laughs> fine or not. It's how I will react. I mean, we can just ask her nice questions. It'll be fine. I don't want to ask her nice questions. Can't but I don't want to like... ask her hard questions. I want to make her... I just want to ask her about her sex life and stuff. <laughs> I mean, we could. Do they do sex, the Green Party? I'm sure they do. Otherwise, they wouldn't have more members, would they? How else? Well, maybe I, it's, like, it's like a commune, surely. Yeah, they, they're like they're they, their own. Yeah, I feel like they'd adopt... <laughs> That's I say I this with like. affection. Yeah, I feel like they would adopt. <laughs> let's ask her if she's had sex this week. And let's ask her about... Um, isn't Amelia Womack the lady that did the big campaign against the Daily Mail thing when we did the Legsit yeah, thing? So. Is that that lady? Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll ask her about that. Um, it's very unfair of me to ask you this. Can you try and keep me in control? <laughs> I know it's my show, but... And just be like, as the, as the resident... Liberal millennial. Well, I don't want. Uh, you know, she's one of the good guys. I'll just hey? be like, oh yeah, definitely. So, and to be honest, you know, when people are like, oh, politics, they, they lie. They're only here for the power or the money. I'm like, if you're in the Green Party, you don't have power or money. No. So you definitely mean it. That's good. That's another good I question. Let's that. ask her how much money she's got. <laughs> let's ask her how much. I love let, it. Let's ask her if she got a taxi here today because that's not very green. <laughs> <laughs> we'll ask her that. We'll ask her how much money. I, right here, yeah, I'm gonna write these down. How much money? Do you know have what? You got? I've recently been. I I I consider myself quite a planet warrior, right? But yeah. I've recently been 
been shamed by my council. They returned my recycling bags because apparently my recycling was soiled. And now I feel like, do you know what? I'm not going to fucking bother. <laughs> I have that. Do you know what? They... <laughs> I don't think I scraped my pizza, um, like, kind of contained Let's as well enough. Let's ask about that. And I feel, I feel a great amount of shame about it. Like, I had one job. Well, we get... Because we, we put recycling out every other Monday. Mm-hmm. And... They they appear to sift through it <laughs> and, <laughs> well, leave, just take and just leave stuff out. Scavenger. Yeah, 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 yeah. But but it's like, you're, but uh, the idea of this recycling is that's a good thing, isn't it? That's yeah, what you meant yeah, to do. Yeah. But they're just like littering not it. around the countryside. Is what they're doing. <laughs> you're saying they're essentially getting in and we're like, oh, I'll have that. No, not that. Throw it over yeah, their that's, shoulder. That's, like salt. that's really <laughs> what it's like. Yeah, it really <laughs> is. It drives me mental. To the point there where I'm go. now reluctant to do it. I'm reluctant to say, I'm like, do you know what? Shove it all in the black bin. Fuck it. That's good. <laughs> it can all go in there. And then oh, I'll be dead anyway. <laughs> right. How much money have you got? What are you going to do about the people that we've been affected by in recycling? <laughs> <laughs> Ask her that. It's very important. It's the day-to-day issues that affect the populace yeah. the most, yeah. really. Brexit schmecks it, but well, it feels I need like... to make sure that all of my goods are being recycled without me having to do an- an- anything. I think it feels like that you're doing a good thing and they should meet you halfway I know so they could so maybe they have a bad it's like being in a relationship like look I'm trying yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, trying to get better yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. off the bad bit you don't just you don't just hit someone <laughs> <laughs> you did it wrong you talk about it back. you explain why that's wrong you explain why, why that's too like, many um, teeth it felt more like an interview at RADA where it's like no you don't have it in you you haven't got what it takes <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you haven't got that je ne sais quoi to be a recycler <laughs> what do you want to know from uh uh, Green Party deputy leader. Why well, have you only got the deputy, by the way, Jacob? Why, why has that happened? Because uh, they shot the sheriff. He wasn't in charge hey. of the booking, apparently. Oh, wow, well, there you go. Um, yeah, Jacob <laughs> would have got us the leader, apparently. Who's the leader? We don't even know. Do you Caroline know? Lucas. Caroline Lucas. Yes. You both said it at yes. the same time. Right, so she says sitting here in her dungarees, barely being able to touch the floor of this seat. Do you seat. vote? Are you, are you green? Do you vote green? No, I vote. I'm Labour. Okay. I've, I'm a Labour Party member now. We have a fight with her? No. We'll have like a... No, I'm asking you, would you please? I mean, (laughs) (laughs) just a friendly one. Have you got your silly silly string? It'd be visually great. I think Jacob's got some silly string. (laughs) Jacob can go to the shop, silly string. I reckon that's what he webs people up in in the dead of night when he goes out (laughs) drinking their blood. That's how he hangs upside down. (laughs) Anyway, look, um, what I'm saying, what I was saying about an hour ago is Mm. that we met once before. Yeah. So... um, it's kind of like a second date, this, I reckon. It is. It's like, Do right, you know we I mean? know the basics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the listener doesn't know the basics. Yeah. So, I, I mean, they don't Are you know calling me. me basic? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> You'll notice it was plural. It I was all. calling you both basic. <laughs> so, let's find out about Lena. Okay. Okay. So, we're on a first date, second date, but yeah. we'll pretend it's a first date for the sake of this. That's, that's fair. Okay, that's, fair. that's what's going on. Mm. So, we've just met. Hey. Hey, nice to meet you. And you too. She's a bit keen. Great hat. Yeah, she's very keen. <laughs> How are you getting on today? You alright? Oh, I'm not too, I'm not too shabby. Yeah, yeah, good. yeah. I like your glasses. I'm good, thanks. That's just telling people you got glasses on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've yeah. got huge glasses because I'm not really up for like this whole peripheral vision thing. And I'm, I used to have really small glasses and <coughs> convince somebody was going to sneak up from behind. So this, this is effectively like self-defense really, really, glasses. Really, that? No, that's the sort of mindset you have. <laughs> yeah, like now. I had a peripheral vision test on Saturday. Oh, on really? Sunday. How did you do? I did. I passed it easy. It was fine. Oh, but I've never had one before. It was quite an interesting thing. I heard that old people like you have tunnel vision they can't see no well you know what you're, you're gonna feel dreadful <laughs> you really? you're gonna feel absolutely dreadful when i tell oh, you no, why you're i was having you're gonna a lose test your right you are right you, right? you, you, you are, gonna, are gonna, gonna feel sight. oh shit and this date now has, has really spiraled <laughs> off now straight away because you're gonna feel dreadful do you know why i was having my eyes tested yesterday why because they thought i'd had a stroke on saturday <laughs> oh no 
No. Genuinely true. Who did you stroke? I woke up. On, I'm again, again you're, gonna feel, you're gonna feel terrible. You're gonna feel terrible. <laughs> I woke up on Saturday, blind yeah. in one eye. Shit, really. This Saturday just gone, yeah. I woke up blind in one eye. I have never panicked like it That's scary. ever before in my life. Mm. Like it really terrified me. And I got up and I got her up and went, oh, God, I'm blind, <laughs> I'm blind. <laughs> and I was splashing water on it. And I thought, because it was just, just like yeah, yeah. really thick blur is what it was. Right, I could yeah. still see lights and things, but it was really thick blur. Yeah. It's like somebody put Vaseline in your eyes. Exactly like that. that. Yeah, but it wasn't clearing. <laughs> Not that I've ever been there. I was no, like, no, oh, it was I know exact, It was like, you know when someone comes in your eye? <laughs> it was like... Exactly. It yeah, was just like yeah. that. Um, so mad panic, like crazy panic. And I called... Uh, well, I called the opticians first... Mm-hmm. And they said, go to A&E. Like, immediately, go to A&E. I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> so I called 111, right, rather than just going to A&E. I'm, like, I'm mm-hmm. going to call 111 to calm this down. And they did a stroke assessment over the phone, which I presume I passed because they said, no, you don't need to go to A&E, but what you do need to do is get an eye test immediately. So I called the opticians back, and they were saying, no, you've got to go to A&E. I said, they told me not to go to A&E. <laughs> so I had this back and forth. I'm a man with one eye. Yeah. Somebody shake me in. And they said, <laughs> they said... Um, okay, well, we, we've got a cancellation in five minutes. And I was like, do you think I live, fuck it, do you think I live upstairs? <laughs> yeah, and that was the other thing as well, I couldn't drive. So um, I went, well, I can't make that, but will you call me the cancellation? I went, yeah. And um, eventually they called for the Sunday, so I went mm. on the Sunday. And I had to cancel my gig on the Saturday night, which is annoying, because it was 250 quid, but, you know, fuck it. Um, I couldn't drive. Mm. Um, and then my eyes started to just, so I could see a bit better as it went on. Mm. It was like in Han Solo in Carbonite when he's saying, yeah. I, can see, I can see a bit more. But I was still essentially blind. Um, and I went to the opticians, and that's where I had my peripheral vision test. But oh, wow. they... You know, the opticians, mm. I always think the opticians is like Doctor's Light. No, it's really, it's yeah. intense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in it though. It's kind of like going to the hairdresser, but like closer. Did you know you that... really like smell them up close. Hey, here's the it's thing, like right? red or green, and I'm like, green! <laughs> Have you ever had this, right? Have you ever had your eyes tested by your heterosexual lady? Yeah. Right? By a, a gentleman? Always a gentleman. Right? Yeah. When they're right in your face, yeah, like, and it's if you've never had your eyes tested, genuinely, they're right in your face. Yeah, you can yeah, feel yeah, their yeah. breath. Yeah, I had this lady yesterday. Called I won't say what she's called. Um, and when she was right in my face, you think she was going going for one? No, I felt <laughs> the urge to. <laughs> Just because you were like, "Well, you've come ninety, I'll come ten. Got <laughs> 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 hitched. No, but it was. But I wasn't attracted to her in any way. And yeah. I, I spoke to my missus about it afterwards, and I, th- I was like, I think it's because. That's the only yeah, time you're like that close to someone. Well, that's my excuse for all of the drunken kisses because I'm like, it's just bodily functions. It's just at that what you point. do. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's just like catching your door if it's about to swing in your face. You're just like, oh, it's muscle I'll catch memory. That with my mouth. Yeah, but that's muscle memory. It <laughs> yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. And it was. It was bizarre. She was so close to my face. I was like, do we, what do we kiss? What, what do we do now? <laughs> no. And she's looking and she's in my like, eyes. No, read the letters. Yeah, she ordered a blood test. I didn't know they could do that. Really? I was fucking livid. I was like, I went, what? She went, you need to have a blood test. I was like, you, you're not a doctor. <laughs> Went, no, no, I've only got part, a tiny bit of blood in my eyes. And yeah. Oh, I'm terrified of needles. But you can see both through both eyes now? Pretty much. Okay, that's exciting. I've got new glasses. Okay. Well, I'm Did get, you have I'm contact lenses? Because no. I've done that. Have no. you ever like, lost, I lost contact lenses in the back of my head before? That was really scary. In the back of your head? <laughs> yeah. they just If you go to sleep with them while you're drunk, they just start, they just start migrating. Yeah, they, they shouldn't be able to make it to and the they, back of your head. <laughs> they hit like your tendons at the back of your eyes, and <laughs> then you just have to sit there like this. And then you just poo them out eventually. Is yeah, that yeah, 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 eventually, okay, with okay. all the chewing gum and silly string that I've been swallowing. What I need to wear... She diagnosed exhaustion. That's what she said. Really? Yeah, she said I was exhausted. And she said, basically, your eye has gone, fuck it. 
Wow. That your eyes went kind of not doing it. Do you want to do the rest it. of the show with your eyes closed? That, I, I wanted a patch. To? I thought a patch would be good. <laughs> That'd be pretty pirate. Yeah, I yeah, like yeah. yeah. Um, but I've got new glasses that I've now got to wear for driving and I've got to wear them for telly. <laughs> <laughs> for the telly. Right? Yeah, because my other ones are just reading glasses. Yeah. I've got new reading glasses as well. Um, here's what I'll say about Specsavers. It's all very, it's all well and good saying, oh yeah, buy one, get one free, but yeah. they won't split the prescription. So if you do buy one, get one free, and if you're in a situation like I'm in, oh, well, which is that I need, yeah, 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 they won't do it. They won't do it. They've they want to get you on the very focals. That's what they want. Was livid. They're the most expensive ones. I kicked off a little bit. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> Just a you were like, bit. look, a little I'm a man bit. with one eye. Yeah, yeah. I, I was partly relieved because I thought, okay, there's a, a decent chance now I've not had a stroke, so I'm a bit relieved. Yeah. Um, I felt grateful to the lady because, you know, she'd been very intimate with me and she was yeah, going to kiss me. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, I felt teased a little bit. But <laughs> at the same time, I still felt like this could go well next time. Yeah, exactly. You know I mean? like, there's if still a chance. That, if she's there's that close this time, yeah. what's going to happen next yeah, time? Yeah, exactly. Just make sure you still can't see. And she kept touching <laughs> And this is hand. really adding to the whole, like, myth about how, like, if you wank and you lose your sight. <laughs> yeah. I've not thought, just, I've not thought about it in that way since. Adding, um, yeah, well... <laughs> Where do you think I would stand legally if I? <laughs> I think you'd stand very badly. Where do you think? Muscle memory isn't definitely doesn't hold up in court. I mean, it it makes it understandable, but I not excusable. I think yeah, there we go. Well, I'd, I'd at least get off. That's the, <laughs> I mean, it sounds like you have been getting off. I'm that's like, why you're no, I'm not. No, it was, there was nothing sex about it at all. It was confusing more than anything yeah. else. It was really confusing. But there are situations like that, aren't there, where you're forced to get really close to another human? You're like, why? Like sometimes I get off the tube in the morning, and I'm like, am I pregnant from that? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You've been so used to other humans that you kind of miss them afterwards. But even Is if that it, creepy? even if you're packed in on a tube like that, that's still not mm. the same thing. Yeah. Do you know then, like, like somebody purposely like, leaning in. If you're in. that close to someone's face, if our faces were that close now, <laughs> and neither of us were saying, get away from me. Then you'd just be like, well, I guess we're Yeah, now. it's like, well, this, this is like, yeah. everyone's up for it. It's That's how it bizarre. felt. Yeah. But although I've, I can say I've never felt that with doctors when I've had intimate examinations, I don't miss them afterwards. That's true. I've had you fingers know. up the arse several times. And, <laughs> and I have never <laughs> at any point said, keep doing you're that. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Whereas I might I do. Perhaps. <laughs> I've no issue with it in the bedroom. I've got no problem with it at all. And I think that leads to me having no problem with it at the doctor's. Yeah. I, like, yeah, I really yeah, do. I, got, like, it's, like, it's like, oh, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I've had yeah. plenty of things at my house. I don't care about that. <laughs> um, but there is something slightly different at the doctor's where I'm not yeah. getting off it at the doctor's. Well, it's kind of like something sacred about the face, isn't it? It's like prostitutes who won't kiss because they know it means something. Yeah, so Fingers I, in the bum doesn't mean anything. So I essentially had, had a... <laughs> I had a, um, one of them spec savers prozies. Like, just, just tone your voice down so yeah, nobody no. will be able to hear you on I the had, radio. Right, listen to this, everybody. I had a spec saver prozzy the other day and she was up for kissing. There you go. It like it's all right, isn't it? Put it down like a sleep. When love is worth my feeling, you gotta say when I'm Stay, stay here, stay here, stay here. Just got to interrupt that song because we're having a, a meeting at the moment. Jake, carry on. Well, I think it's unfair of people. Don't imagine that the mics are on. Don't. They, they do, are. But forget that. Just, your just carry on how you are because at the moment Jacob is, is coming to the studio, doing a bit of producing now. Okay, mate. What were you saying? Yeah. You said the lady from the green part is here. Is what you were saying? She'll be here soon. Yes. No, you said she was here. Well, she is She's in, in the building the somewhere. Right. Okay. okay. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited for it. No, that's not what you were saying. You were telling me telling what to us do. To behave. <laughs> yeah, let's, just, let's hear it. Let's hear yeah, well, it. I've got a few suggestions that I thought you should maybe discuss with her. And okay, what's gonna, that? What are they? Um, well, tactical voting is something that I think yeah, would be yeah. nice to mm-hmm. approach and yeah. talk to her right. about. Yeah. Um, tuition fees. Nick Clegg <laughs> said that about Labour's. 
pledge that it's it's not the right thing to do. So I think that's a nice angle to look at. You're yeah. getting these, Lena, because I, I I'm, I'm, I'm um, okay. They are also uh, suggesting to lower the voting to 16. Yeah. Um, even though the latest YouGov poll in April suggested that 62% uh, of people are against it. So that's a nice angle as well. 62% of people who vote on YouGov polls, who does that? Uh, Jacob, just to say that topic, how, how often do you keep people's attention when you're speaking to them? Like, at, what, at what stage do you find people just... I, mean, I, I always riveted. Really? To that? <laughs> are, are you single? single? Are, you single? <laughs> are you single? I'm not now, no. Are you not? Okay. No. But will it last? But, oh, who knows? Yeah. It's been yeah, four okay. months. All right. That's well, really like... That's, well, that's a good go. Oh, no. So if it doesn't... I don't mean like for you. I mean, just generally speaking... <laughs> Um, well, in that case, then, should it go wrong? Yeah, now you know, now it's you like know a pinball machine, Someone who's got you in his sights <laughs> there. Look, at it. he often <laughs> does have people in his sights in his, his attacks. Mm. Um, At least he's got two eyes okay, for it, Okay, carry on. I'm listening. Carry on. What else? Yeah. And I think they're, they're the main... You know, good idea. But you said come out of the I song. Like, I, I like all I didn't ideas. say come out... Uh, no, I did no, not. No, you said when the song ends. Yeah. You, then you told me to we'll, do what? We'll do a link. Well, a I mean, link. you do a link. I'm not here. Um, right. With Lena. <laughs> I do a link with Lena. You've done really okay. well so far, so I'm proud of you. And I think you're doing a really good job, and you should carry so, on. Does that not? That. Does that not sound like you're in a superior position? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's not for you to say that you're proud <laughs> of me, no, <laughs> Is he in like that kid in class that won't shut up? No, he's he's the good kid. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What the fuck is opinions. this about? <laughs> What's going on? Okay, so go on, Jacob. So then what? So then? And then we'll go to another song. Another then. song, okay. Okay. Well, because we've kind of done what you said, haven't we? Now you have, yeah. And now we're on time, so um, I'll put another song on. That's nice. Is this one of yours? Is this? Have you chose this? Waka Waka by Shakira. <laughs> <laughs> Is this one of yours, Jacob? That's my contribution to the playlist this week. Yes. Is that what you think? <laughs> Do you think that's an apt way of bringing in uh, the, the, the right deputy leader of the Green Party, Jacob? Is Waka Waka by Shakira? <laughs> no, I don't, no. That's what we're going to go with, is it? I mean, well, I, well, I'll leave it. You I'll go I'll get, leave no, no, I'll, I'll put on Waka Waka by Shakira. Why don't you think Shakira is a political figure? It's not anything. I, I mean, I don't I know why this much. is on my playlist, full stop. <laughs> I've got no idea why that's a thing. But here we go. I've, not, I've never heard this. I'm looking forward to it. Waka Waka by Shakira and then we'll be back with the deputy leader of the Green Party, Jacob. Yeah? Thank you. How's your producing going at the moment? Uh, very well. Yeah. I'll be gone by next Monday. Yeah, of course you are, mate. I'm, I'm sure TalkSport are on the phone as we speak. <laughs> Crazy twat. <laughs> Sorry, I mean, we've got Waka Waka by Shakira but I've, only, I've literally only just seen that he's also given me the option of Believe by Cher, so let's put that on instead. We'll have that one instead. This is Cher with Believe. Do you believe in love love? Sorry, I've, we just had um, Shakira's management on the phone, who uh, apparently they paid a lot of money for us to play Waka Waka. Um, so I've got, go ahead, I've, got a, I've got to play the rest of Waka Waka now. I'm legally obliged <laughs> to play it. Cause I wasn't expecting that. I thought Give Shakira the people would be, what the companies want. Well, you could hear it down the phone, what that was like. That was yeah. horrific. I know. Horrific language tense. as I mean, well. But that's how she's got where she has been, isn't it? I think that, around her like that. Do, do you not think, did you know, when you were listening then, though, did you not think, <laughs> hang on, that's Shakira. <laughs> I thought it was Shakira who was just chatting. I thought it was Shakira putting on a voice. <laughs> Like she, she said, her name was Colin. <laughs> it's like well, you know, you, that's clearly Shakira. But anyway, I'll play. I'll play it. It's fine. <laughs> Sorry, Colin. <laughs> uh, 
That was Shakira, as I'm legally obliged to play it. Shakira doing a um, waka waka. <laughs> Is that? I mean, how can you call someone? I that? mean, like nothing sounds like cultural, cultural appropriation. Uh, it's a, is that, would, that, would that come under cultural appropriation? Well, I, don't, it be I that? don't really feel like it. Jacob, like I can't hear myself in my ears. Am I coming through? <laughs> All right. Um, you know what a producer would do? They'd come in and fix that so I could hear myself. No, don't just point at someone else. God, are you doing all right today with him in there? Thank you, Mike. Um, so we're joined now by Amelia Womack. Uh, I was going to say Green Party Deputy Leader. I don't. It doesn't matter, does it? You're, you're Amelia. You're Amelia for the, for the purposes of this conversation. You're Amelia. Okay, we'll go with Amelia. Is that okay? Is that I mean, great? It's always good to talk about the Green Party in my like in my mind, but uh, <laughs> and when I you're might not... just be in full campaign mode. But <laughs> is that? But do you not want a break? Well, I, w- I mean, it's such an important time. It's really exciting to have an opportunity to to change the future of the country, and I um I think that yeah, full steam ahead is what's needed. Basically, <laughs> I was. Uh, we were just saying before you came in, I was diagnosed with exhaustion yesterday. So I want a break. <laughs> and, I, and what I'm now, what that's happened to me, what now has happened is that I'm now concerned about other people. And I'm very concerned at the moment about people in politics because you can't be having the breaks that you need. And I, I'm mm-hmm. happy to offer We can chat politics, we'll do that. But I don't want you thinking that, you know, that this, this will make any difference either way. <laughs> I don't panic about it or anything like that. I'm looking forward to just having a, a nice we chill just have a chat. with you. And like- what I would say to that, though, that could be when you're off guard. So still still be wary. <laughs> no, do you know what I mean? If you're like, oh, He's literally going to slip some stat in at some point to catch you out. He won't. I, he doesn't know no any. <laughs> nothing, nothing there at Not all. Not really big on graphs. Um, so how, how is it? How is it going? How is it going from your side now? I'm, I'm quite excited about this campaign. Are you talking about exhaustion, at least for everybody involved in the campaign? We've only had a few months rather than years of build-up. Yeah, so yeah. I think that although people are putting twice as much energy in that, uh, it's... It's getting to that point where the election day is close, and it's the, coming up. To the, it's the deadline to register to vote today, yeah. just proving mm, how quickly it's going. Yeah, yeah. But uh, we've got as Greens, we've got real opportunities to get more Greens elected, and I mean, I'm really inspired by the work of Caroline Lucas, our Green MP, and that's going to be so incredible if we have more Greens elected, really proving what MPs can do in Parliament. Uh, hasn't there been? Did I not read something about tactical withdrawals? Is that not a thing, or is that or is that off the record? Tactical voting. Yeah, 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 about people being withdrawn for... Is that right? Is that right? So we worked, we were just basically looking at what the state of the country at the moment, and for many people, they look at the Greens and think we split the vote. Okay. And there are key, it's very strategic places where we have stepped back to not split a progressive vote. So, yeah, I yeah. mean, if our Labour and Lib Dems cool get you. in, we'll, we'll take a little bit of credit for that. But, um, but, but, but is it, I, I agree with you, Lena. Mm. I, 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 do, I, do, I haven't got no, no issues with that at all. But do you... I've got to restart my device to finish installing updates. That's how uh, on the <laughs> ball the this producer is. <laughs> um, but w- will you be criticised for that? I, it's politics. You'll be criticised yeah, for whatever no, of, you of do. Of course, but, but is that something you, that's frowned upon in politics? Well, I think it really proves that we care about the future of the country and we want to make sure that we create the best government that we possibly can for people, uh, for the environment, for the future, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, for, for our future. And so the only way we can do that is to be really tactical, really strategic. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people, like you said, have a lot of respect for us I'm pulling out of something where we could have made key wins. We Last time we had 1.1 million votes and it's going to be a lot of hard work to do that again when we're not running in as many seats. Here, here's, and, please, and don't say this is a rude question at all, but it's a genuine question. Um, 
n- none of you are deluded to the point of thinking you're going to be in government. Oh no, not we're not so, saying that we'll be in government. No, 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 exactly. But, um, so, so how is that? How is that from, from the inside? How does that feel to be on a campaign trail for? It, I, I always liken it to like with the rugby league challenge cup and stuff when you get like re- they have like amateur teams in it. And they're playing games, and it's like, but they're, they're never going to be in the final. They're going to fall off at some point. They're, just doing, they're doing it kind of for the experience, I guess. But how does it feel to be in a, in a race that you, you simply can't win? I mean, given that there's been stranger things that have happened in football the last year than yeah. there being a green government in the city. <laughs> yes. um, but I think basically what we're doing is giving people a voice and representation. And the reason that we can't get those seats is because of a broken electoral system with first past the post where you just have the winner getting the seat instead of something more proportional like we have in the London Assembly, the Welsh Assemblies, the Scottish Parliament. That means that every single vote counts. Yeah. And that was part of our, our plan of, of actually standing down was to challenge um, other parties to put proportional representation into their uh, manifestos because I know that lots of people will say we had a referendum on that but we actually had a referendum on something called the alternative vote and Mm. not proportional representation and so actually we were campaigning to make sure that every single vote counts but then beyond that we're having huge gains uh, oh, yeah, the no, no, I'm, I'm and, not uh, money you in any way, shape or form. I, I honestly, d- on a human level, politics aside, I wondered how that was to be to be putting all your efforts into something. Um, I guess it's finding how you can best help with those efforts where you're like, well, you know, we're not going to be in government. So, so how can we best help? And in, scenario. and in many seats, maybe we won't win this time, but because of the hard work we, we put in in 2015, there are now opportunities this time. And who knows what will happen five years down the line when there's yeah, been yeah. so much energy and effort put in. I mean, the, I've seen Greens do absolutely incredible things of supporting their communities and actually working right at the grassroots and it's that kind of work that makes a difference and and um when it comes to politics elections is just an additional point to that it's uh it's the the wider part of actually helping people and ensuring that people are represented in their communities both myself. The Hufflepuff of politics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just being like, well, we'll do it together, don't worry about it. We don't we want our house points. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Maybe I feel like more like Ravenclaw because... All I really are, like strategically, I think you're yes. fine. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, if I, you do the maths, listen, guys. You, you we, don't want on the six o'clock news tonight them saying, yeah, and the deputy of the Green now thinks she's at Hogwarts, right? <laughs> <laughs> right, because you, like you say, strange things have happened. Both myself and Lena have had an issue of late that we want to put forward to you and again no blame is apportioned here but we need to know it's very important we need to know what this is about okay right? so um i'll tell you my bit first of all so i live um kind of out the way um kind of down neighbors and stuff but kind of out the way and i we recycle every other monday okay it's all recycling stuff and so i, li- well, I say i live in the countryside so i live in you know it's a it's nice nice little place and i we put our recycling out. Now, what's been happening recently is, is the people that come and get the recycling, okay, appear to be rifling through the recycling, and they just chuck stuff out of it that you can't recycle. They Are just you chuck sure it out. that it's not foxes doing Blue Peter no, it's projects not and then no. being like, can't use that toilet no, roll? It's definitely not no. that. It's definitely not that. It's de- it, no, it's definitely not that. Because we only put them out late on a Sunday anyway, and it's not, it's, it's not foxes. You, yeah. And they're just like... And I find that quite stroppy, Right. And I think that's quite rude because we are making an effort just because we don't know that Pringles aren't recyclable, right? Because we don't know. We only just found that out this week. So because we don't know that, is it all right for them to just chuck them about a place? 
I mean, I think the answer to that is no. But I always think it's so funny that I get so many questions <laughs> about, about recycling. recycling. I know, it's always so like, let's do exactly yeah. what yeah. she's exhausted yeah. with. Well, I, was, uh, I was right. with Natalie Bennett one time and this woman came running up and was like, I need to ask you about my solar panels. And Natalie's just... Uh, <laughs> right. well, well, my, my follow-on question is, um, so what are you going to do about that? <laughs> right. So what, what are you going to do about the fact that these blokes or lasses? I don't know. I don't know. I don't see them. <laughs> they're, they're coming dead of night, right? What are you going to do about them chucking Pringles packets on on my front lawn? <laughs> Well, I think that your council needs to be advised on putting clear information about what you can and can't recycle and you should give them a strongly worded... Tweet them angry gifts yeah. is what she said. I've done that, I've done that and they don't respond oh. and I've actually spoke to the council as well. Which and council is it? Do you know what? I'm not telling you. I'll, I'll, t- I'll tell you off that. But uh, they, they don't seem asked. Well, that's. I would advise you to elect some green councillors. But oh would yeah, you not, who's your councillor? Would you not say... He doesn't know. Would you not say... No, I do know. So would you not say um, that I should just stop recycling? Uh, well, obviously not. <laughs> would you understand if I did? <laughs> well, would, this is the... On I, a human level? Would I, you understand if I went, right, do you know what, Sodom? Well, this is why the councils are actually such an important part, that when they're alienating people to not engaging with the very systems councils run, then there's something not working properly. And uh, yeah. so I uh, live in Cardiff, and actually the council's very good at coming around and, and advising people on what they can and can't recycle. And it's that, you know, it's a... Mm. Council's actually engaging with what they're doing yeah. to reach out to residents. We need so to like, write a rap written. or something so people remember. Yeah, <laughs> I'll work that. on that. Yeah, yeah, you, you work on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, she, Next time. I'm intrigued by what words r- rhyme with recycle, mate. <laughs> oh, oh, maybe Bicycle. we won't have to rebrand Bicycle. completely, to be honest. <laughs> have you ever thought of rebranding the Green Party? Um, what a different they've invested some, in all of their sort of jumpers <laughs> now. Though. Yeah, just, just because of these questions about recycling that are probably like really irritating at this point. But I think it's like people, a chafing. Are, people are really starting to realise that social issues are environmental issues, and you can't talk about um, you can't talk about renewable energy without mm. talking about equality around the world. And I mean, one of our councillors um, actually put solar panels on some of the poorest homes in um, up in Yorkshire which meant that they weren't suffering from fuel poverty which is where people have to choose between putting food on their tables and heating their homes mm. so they were getting cheap energy and actually able to sell some back to the grid and we were also doing something good for the environment and these issues are all interconnected and yeah, I think so people is are it, becoming as, more as, um, aware of it as um, one of those awful millennials that might one day attempt to buy a house there's no point if it's going to be underwater is there <laughs> it's kind of like, there's no point in working a job I hate if the house that I'm going is going to go under in the Thames. Do you, do you think on, on a wider? I mean, this is feeling is what you say. Do you think on a wider uh, sphere? If you if you look at so forget you know it, specific party politics or specific parties, I increasingly feel is when you said millennial. Then I, mm-hmm. I increasingly feel that uh, society is too divided for anything good to come from it. Like, as a huge idea, I, I think society, and I don't mean Brexit, I don't mean any of that sort of stuff. I mean, on an individual level, there are you know pockets of people who are fundamentally opposed to each other and will never ever change. And and is is there a way of, is there a way through that? Is is there a way of actually bringing people together? I definitely think that there are divisions in our society and I think that the media have a lot to actually um, answer for when it comes to that, about pitting one group of people against another group of people. And um, I think that there's a, we really need to be making sure that the lots of things that are happening, happening in our media are about blaming different groups in society. It might even be young people, it might be migrants, it might be um, I mean, students of 
easily blamed, uh, sometimes easily blamed for lots of things in the community when actually there's nothing yeah, that yeah. they're to be blamed for. And I think that when just this week someone said that millennials can buy a house if they stop eating avocado on toast, then it just shows that there's Where a real... Where did that come from? Who, who was that? It was a journalist. He wrote a whole article oh, about it. Okay. And then everyone was doing the maths like, look, mate, if I stopped <laughs> eating avocados every day for 10 years... Here, anyway. Here, well, no, but here's the thing, because I said, I said it on here as well, is that when this election was announced, I made a concerted choice and effort to show no political allegiance whatsoever to be absolutely apolitical in not just on my radio show but in, in my, on my social media I wasn't going to call people pricks for believing you know, I wasn't going to get into you know I wasn't going to get involved in all that sort of thing because I think increasingly the fight is what's stopping it's, it, that sounds so simple the fight is what's stopping the peace so um, I have seen people who would fall into what I would consider my political bracket who I will read tweets and go I'm starting to hate you do you, do you know what I mean? It's like, are you, you are really turning me off this. You, and that's what I believe. But the way you're wording it and the way you're putting it forward is completely turning me off, you know, the idea of being standing in solidarity with you. So I, I, I was glad I did that. I was glad that I pulled back from that and didn't just start shouting at people. Or, you know, you get the same with, the, with all, the, all the Trump stuff on, on, on Twitter. It's like, I, I don't know what that's... I don't know how that's helping. You're just making yourself mm. look... Like aggressive, angry. Do, do you know what I mean? Yeah, it, it, yeah. It's a weird thing. I had it with Graham Linehan recently, and it's it's just like, and I, I kind of know Graham, and I just saw his behaviour on Twitter of late, and I was like, what What are you doing? You're this is so like retweeting that lad, get the, the bloke, the Nazi or whatever he is, getting punched, mm. and it's like, no, this isn't a gift. This isn't <laughs> a, like, nope, nope, nope. I, I don't give a shit what his politics are. That's that's yeah, not entertainment like, to see someone punched in the face. And it makes you... It obviously, it didn't make me go, do you know what? I'm going to get involved with the Nazi party. You know, it wasn't <laughs> like that. It didn't sway me that way. But do you know what I mean? Mm. How, how's that? But I think that it's so important that we do talk politics. And I think that some people talk at you with politics. And I'm sure that that's um, so, something that can be quite alienating. But actually, I'm, I... When I talk to people on the doorstep and around the country, then they often say, oh, I don't understand politics. Like, you need to be educated in some kind of wonderful mm. um, kind of a qualification to understand politics. When actually, I mean, politics is that day-to-day of what happens to you in your day-to-day life, from the salary you earn to, to the recycling bins. The recycling bins. To That's why I'm coming in at that level. <laughs> to what happened to your street being str- um, lit, to um, even bigger implications of where... Um, where we might go to war, for example, with yeah. um, what's been happening internationally. And I think that that's one of, the, one of the things that we really need to tackle at the moment is people really understanding how to engage in politics to make sure that um, people are feeling like they're included, but also that politics isn't this mythical thing that happens elsewhere by other people who know more about politics but, than they do. But, does it, but do you think it, it tries to do that? So if you, if you drop into question time and you've not read the news that week or if you're not politically aware or if you don't know stuff about industry or if you don't know stuff about... You you know, whatever issues, if you drop into question time five minutes in, it's bollocks. Like, like you know, do you know what I mean? It really is. It, it's like it, you would go, I don't know. Mm. I don't know what any of these characters are. If it was a drama, you'd be like, I don't know what's going on here. This yeah. is. And I it's kind of like a wrestling match. You need somebody to run down. Like It's like top trumps. It's like, <laughs> this I, is. I, I, I honestly <laughs> think, increasingly now, though, this is why I honestly feel that there needs to be a, a slate wipe. Like, mm. I, I really feel there needs to be a, a reboot. <laughs> 
But also, mm. I, I, mean, I really question how much of this comes, again, about this first-past-the-post system where we are pitted against each other. So even in Parliament, you might have noticed that there are red lines drawn on the carpet and every single person on the front bench has to stay behind that red line because it's, it's the exact length of two swords. Right. So that if, they, if uh, the MPs drew their swords, that they wouldn't be able to stab each other presumably so it's still so relevant it's, um, it's all still relevant it's all still like you know up to date and stuff, but it? it's so it's just it creates a politics of conflict whereas when you look across Europe um, where they do have a proportional system and people have to work together to actually get things done then actually mm. there's so much more collaboration mm. maybe a bit more of a hufflepuff of politics yeah, yeah. that's what we need it, Go on, you go. We, we were so curious about politics yeah, so yeah, I was yeah, like worried I, didn't, I wouldn't have anything to say but now I'm like mm. um, Cardiff yeah how, is it different there? What's Wales? Because I used to live in Aberystwyth. Is it different is there? It different, is it different What's there? It is like? it different what, weather? What, what Wales? are people's faces like? <laughs> Wales, my Welsh accent. Because um, I... Okay, tell me if I'm wrong. I feel when I lived in, in Wales that people in Wales felt like they were from Wales. And that was like an idea that they were all behind. And whatever they believed and whatever they were doing, they felt Welsh. Mm. Whereas um, in the UK in general, I feel like we don't have... Do you feel English? Well, no, I've, I've, made, I've always made a concerted effort against that. But I know, mm. you know Scottish people have... A a real national identity this the, again generalising but generally speaking mm. the Scottish people that I know certainly have a, a real strength of uh, national identity the Welsh certainly the Irish certainly mm. um, I, I personally don't think it's a good thing yeah. but what's, what are your thoughts? Yeah. I do think in where, well obviously it is slightly different but it's so interesting I think about that idea Are you idea. Welsh? Sorry, are you, are you from yeah Wales? I'm You're, from yeah, Wales yeah, 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 so yeah. I was um, from Newport in South Wales okay, which nice. is a, um, South Whelian <laughs> how's my accent? <laughs> Just hit, just hit her in the face. <laughs> 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 right, sorry. Yeah. Um, that's probably the best Welsh accent I've heard in a long time. Well, what so. can I say? <laughs> On the campaign trail, mate. Oh, <laughs> that God. was the equivalent of kissing a baby. It's all, all she did there. That's <laughs> I was just hoping that you weren't going to ask me to do a Welsh accent if I'm honest. Okay. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> um, so it is, I think it's the idea of nationalism is really interesting because it's such a, a toxic word. But um, in a way, there's this idea of uh, British nationalism or English nationalism, which is being used as a, a front for some very toxic policy, politics. Whereas Welsh nationalism and Scottish nationalism aren't talking about, it's not about anti-migration policy. It's not about, it's not, off, it's not about racist policies. It's about the best thing for Wales and the best thing for Scotland. So it's actually, it's interesting how history, I think, has probably shaped how we can identify ourselves yeah, yeah. and um, it is um, I think that we need that strong Welsh identity in Wales because otherwise we get so forgotten by wider politics and we get so forgotten um, in so many different aspects of uh, general British culture that I think it's so important that we are strong and proud to be Welsh yeah. and then I mean even politics is slightly different because we've got the Welsh Assembly so you'll have politicians talking about the NHS for example in this election campaign but actually the NHS is um, you're only talking about the NHS in England because the NHS is devolved to mm -hmm. Scotland, Wales and Northern Ireland. Yeah. So actually when everyone's talking about, even with um, what's happening with Jeremy Hunt, that's only the NHS in England. And I think very few people actually realise that. Yeah. I did not know that. Full on didn't know that. I, Sorry, I'm putting my hands up. I, I, again, I, I, well, I guess it's a personal thing. I, I have a real issue with national pride of any, any nationality at all. I, I, again, it, for me, it strengthens a divide, is, is what it feels to me. It's sort of... I think it's because I know the sort of people who have real national pride and they tend to be, as a generalisation, um, pricks. That's my... That's how I, I I've think that it, it depends whether you see nationalism as something that is like related to your race and blood 
Do you know well, what I mean? Like, I think it's like, can you trace your family back four generations? Well, you're not English. But it's those a, people. But it's a weird thing, I think, it's just because, an idea, I, because I, I don't have too much issue with Scottish national pride. I don't have too much issue with Welsh national pride or anything. It, it's English national pride that I have an issue with. I, I would hate to be thought of as English. You know, I certainly would consider myself British. Um, if I have to consider myself anything at all, I'd rather not consider myself anything at all. Um, mm. Whereas I, I don't know, I feel like being British and considering myself British makes me sound in some ways like I know what it's like to be Welsh or Scottish, okay. uh, and, and I'm, I don't or Irish. Yeah, yeah, and where I don't, I don't know what it's like to be those things. I only really know what it's like to be English. Yeah, um, even though I can consider myself a British citizen. I'm like trying to in my head be like no I'm English I'm English person, because right? then I can really tell the ADL to go blow it because I'm just <laughs> right. like well look I'm English too and I think fuck off but you're just a person I am you're just person, a person I'm a person <laughs> old people yeah um, Jo on Twitter has said could you ask how she feels just she just she could you ask how she feels about UKIP's media coverage with zero MPs compared to the Greens basically no media coverage he that could mean me. He said she. Yeah. How do I feel about it? No, I'm kidding. Yeah. I, <laughs> I think that's such a, an excellent question because what we've seen is UKIP um, being on the media in so many different channels uh, when the Greens just have not been represented. Mm. And when there was this rise in UKIP during the European, just after the European elections, which is when we had the last general election, then they used that vote to justify having so much, so many interviews with UKIP. And the reality is that, I mean, first of all, it becomes so, quite self-prophesizing that you give more airtime to a group than they get more votes. Yeah. But then also, if you're going to use the same logic, the last election was the council elections and the Greens got more votes than, the, um, than UKIP did in that election, yet we're still not getting more media coverage. Right. So it's, uh, it's been a real battle and uh, we've been constantly having to lobby the BBC and lobby different groups to try and make sure that we get a fair coverage. Is it because it's personality-led? Is it because th That's how it f it's felt to me. It's like, you know, they know that they're going to get something good for their social media with these things. Do you know what I mean? When, when they get people out there who are unelected, it just essentially mm. bloke off the street, and it is, generally speaking, a bloke. We need some personalities. Like, maybe we could radicalise Jacqueline Wilson for you. Or, pretend, like, D Dave Benson Phillips. or some, like, Do you know what I mean? Somebody who's, like, somebody who's not a politician should be like, right? You think where we're going to conclude here today is that the Green Party need Dave Benson Phillips Yeah, and side. Jacqueline Wilson. Right, I think okay. the combination would be a winner. I'll put I that to like you. I know, you're, I know you're only deputy leader, but I'll put, we'll put that through, through to you as an idea. Which thing, Dave, do you think that Dave Benson... Do you even know who that is, Dave Benson Phillips? It's fine if you don't. It's fine, because I've only recently learned. I think I'm going to need to get a bit, bit more info on that. No, right, um, in the 90s, he had a game show for kids on Saturday morning called Get Your Own Back. Oh, I know, Get and Your Own yeah, Back. Yeah, yeah, and where you get your parents on and then you can gunge them. Yeah. The reason, the reason that Amelia didn't know then is because that was completely unfathomable as an idea. <laughs> Like, she can't mean that <laughs> day, Benson Phillips, surely. Gunge them. He can gunge everybody, isn't yeah. like. There was yeah. a lot of green gunge, though, wasn't there? Yeah, exactly. It would be perfect. On and you just press the button and they fall. Yeah, it would be like question time. But like, Lena, do you know what you've done here today? You've made the Green Party give up. <laughs> you've got the deputy leader of the Green Party and you've gone, get Dave Benson. And she's gone, do you know what? Yeah, do you know what? Yeah, That's fine. <laughs> Let's get some green I'm guns. sure it would take, take more than that. <laughs> yeah. It's, um... I don't know. I'm I, I'm on the record really here in within this as being I was very politically active as a younger man and and you know to the point of angry young man certainly. And as I've grown up, I've got calmer and to the point of almost indifference now. And I, and and I, and I should say that I'm not indifferent to the evil that people do within politics. You know, I'm not. I, I still obviously get upset at that, and it still makes me angry. But 
I I am really disenfranchised, like really disenfranchised. And if you'd have seen me at eighteen compared to now, that would be a staggering turnaround that I would ever give up. And, and I think I gave up the fight to a degree with the the first time round with Labour. So so you know with that after things going to get better and all that and sort of sell you know sell out the Dockers immediately. And it was like <clears throat> for me it was like I'm left with nothing here now. And I think I don't think that you're alone in that feeling as well. Because, no, no, no. And yeah. that's um, been one of the one of the really in- interesting things about the Green Party is we really provided a home for a lot of people in the Labour Party that saw New Labour as an actu- a- absolute betrayal of the history of the Labour Party. Yeah, yeah. And um, the Green Party, because we talk about social justice and environmental justice and economic justice, then it became a, a natural home for many of those people. So I feel like we gave hope to so many people when they were feeling disenfranchised. And I think that I, we, I think this, the history that we've had the last couple of decades when there were a million people on the street about the Iraq war, yet we still went to war in Iraq, then people are forgetting their own political power. In fact, it's um, frustrating to often see people who are protesting almost like demonised in the media when this is our democratic rights to go out, to petition, to protest, to actually put our... to to go out and say what we're feeling about these different issues, and yet it gets ignored by politicians. I mean, not blanks, like literally like not even any acknowledgement that had even happened you know the, that's really how it felt was it was like like they just looked through the blinds and gone oh it's busy out there today that's really how it felt that that sort of time and it shouldn't have been that exactly, exactly. particularly with that government it shouldn't have been that so i i, I don't know it's uh I, I where i've arrived at in my life and i'm 24 now and wherever where I've arrived at, in my, in, you know, now in my thought is where, where I've arrived at is that uh, the analogy I would present is I don't have a direct debit with a with shelter or with any of those, you know, with a homeless um, charity, but I do actively do it on the street. I, I give, even though some of those people say, no, no, don't give it direct to them, give it to us so we can do, you know, we can do much better with it and all that. I don't agree with that. I, I literally, I fight my fight on the street. It's that I'm using that, you know, metaphorically, obviously. That's how I feel generally in life now is that that disenfranchises that I will fight my battles on a one, one-to-one basis all the time. And I, I, how do you combat that? Because, like you say, I don't think I'm unique. I don't think that's that's an odd position at all. But I'm, I'm just going to take the homelessness as an example because we've seen a rise of of homeless people on our streets, especially young people who mm. um, the government often describe as choosing to be homeless, which often really isn't the case. And we're seeing zero-hour contracts. We're seeing a gig economy. We're seeing it impossible for many young people to get on the housing ladder. We're seeing people trapped in so much debt um, that... and under 25 is getting less money for equal work as a result of all of uh, as a result of um, the minimum wage policy so you're seeing the failure of government policy failing people who slip through the the safety nets of, uh, of of the state and end up on the streets and it's really government policy that has put them there and so that's why it's so important that people go out and vote and if you want to change something about homelessness actually vote for a party who recognize the 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 issues that mean that people end up being homeless as i said they range from so many different problems and i mean even at the moment under 25s don't get housing benefits what does that mean to a generation of young people who might not be able to move to their parents or fret stay on a friend's sofa it means that they're forced onto the street and this failure um it's, it's when we have elections that we can really address that failure but do you think it's i, I i'm not doubting your passion at all I'm, I'm really not so i'm not challenging that uh 
it's quite a depressing statement that my response to that is is that I, I have come to the conclusion that people don't think like us like like you know people don't think people that there are too many people that literally couldn't give the first shit about it like do you know what i mean literally don't care who will and i watch it when i walk from houston to king's cross i watch i watch it every week and and i'm like i don't understand how how you can't even say no i've got no change how you can't even say that how you how you can blank another human being and i think that is intrinsic in society at the moment i think it's terrifying i think it's absolutely um yeah, yeah, I, I don't know how to beat that. I don't know how to beat people not caring about other human beings. And it doesn't have to be at the expense of yourself. I mean, literally not caring about somebody else in need. Because it's easy to go, oh, they're probably on drugs, they're probably this, they're probably this, probably this. And it's like, you don't know any of that. You don't know if they chose to be on the streets or not, which I find unfathomable anyway. Mm. But okay, if there's one, then fine. But, you know, but... I, I honestly, I don't know, and I don't mean the Greens, I mean politically, I do not know how you combat that. I, I, I don't know how you... Because the only people I think that benefit from that are are the Conservative Party. I believe that's a Conservative idealist. You know, it's, it's a, I believe it's a product of Thatcherism. I think that we're now seeing generationally what Thatcher started in the 80s. I think now that is the status quo. The people, the yuppies and all those twats, I, I, I feel like they have now come through to fruition. They're now the status quo and they are positively emboldened by the attitude of horrific people. And I don't, I, I don't see how how you can have the fight. But I, I, I think that there's n- there's nothing that in like there's something there's something about apathy that is very depressing, but it's also very very easy to fall into and easy to change. I think not to be like the hopeful. Yeah, but <laughs> um, but I, I also think that like it's that it's that caricature element to um, the news that is the most dangerous part of it, and the way that they really portray things in a really simple way. And I don't think I have to walk past homeless people all the time and say I don't have change, but that's because I live in like I live and work in two huge stations that are surrounded by homeless people, and I give twenty quid, and then well, I can't do that every day because I'm also, yeah. so yeah, I don't know. I think it's sometimes it's apathy that then later will be thought about. But then I wonder if um, <clears throat> how much of it is um, what you see on the streets versus what's happening in people's minds, because I think that's when I when I've been talking to people, actually homelessness has been in a big issue, mm. and when you're, I mean, as you said, maybe it's Thatcherism that has created this actually you're not seeing younger people going out and voting for an individual a, a party that's about individualism you're mm-hmm. seeing a rise in the green votes you're seeing a rise in the labor vote and you're seeing people talking about a different kind of of politics so it's um it's I, d- I don't feel like it's completely embedded and I don't think that people's actions necessarily reflect uh, what... I know that we're judged on our actions, but I don't think it always reflects what they're thinking. Right. And I do think when it comes to politics as well, everything is about priorities. So for the Green Party, our priority is looking after people, looking after the planet, looking after the um, the future. And um, But then for other parties, for example, UKIP, their priority would be leaving Europe, um, getting rid of migrants... Um, probably hope for the best might be their next policy um and that those priorities i think are really important that we're people aren't apathetic about certain things and that might be about their recycling being thrown out on the street no i don't don't want that to get swept like swept under the carpet i am livid about that (laughs) you haven't found apathy when it comes to the recycling i'm I'm not i'm not apathetic apathetic on issues i'm really not i'm I'm not apathetic on on human interaction on a day-to-day basis not at all i don't Mm. shrug anything off that i consider important i am apathetic and completely disenfranchised from politics as a thing as an organisation, as Parliament, as a thing, as you know I, mean? I, I really am. I'm like, that's not from my life experience. That hasn't worked, and I thought it would, and I got my win. 
Do you know what I mean? It's like, you know, you hear a lot now. Oh, oh grow up, you're lost. And I, I hear that so much at the moment over Brexit and that. And it's like, I got my win and it wasn't a win. I think that we have to, although I do see the failures of Labour at that time, I think that we ha- really have to recognise that there were um, nurses, there was investment in nurses, there was investment into children in poverty, there was investment at the grassroots. And yeah. we were, uh, when, even when I was talking about going on protests, it felt like we were protesting for something. We were protesting, yeah, yeah. we were demonstrating for change. Yeah. Whereas now it feels like we want to, with cuts that have happened to our communities that have torn apart the very fabric of our society, that um, the the way that our NHS has been treated, the way that education has been, the university um, student fees have gone up and up into an escalating rate that people just can't afford anymore. Then we're going out and we're trying to say please just don't mm. keep it the same. Keep it, and, and if you recognising that there was that change between that shift between the Labour and Conservative Party, yeah. I think we really need to... Sh- that, I think that really proves that there can be a change in politics when you've got good people elected. And that's why people need to register to vote. And as I said, today's the last day that you can register yeah, yeah. to vote and go out and try and, and make that difference. I want to redress the balance here as well because I'm, I'm very aware that I could, I could be guilty of doing something that I condemn people for. Is that what I will say about Labour and 96, 97, whenever it was um, what I will say about that government is it was not as bad as it was before and it was not as bad as now so I, I am not for a second saying they're all as bad as each other they're not I was just very very disappointed that the things that I felt would happen did not happen and there were things that seemed very incongruous with what the Labour Party was meant to stand for the, as, you know, as someone who was a Labour, you know, member of the Labour Party and a Labour supporter I felt um, that I I had my name on something that I didn't want it on, you know. And that, but but do you think those people that made those decisions are still in the, the Labour Party? Doesn't matter. It, 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 it definitely it, matters. No, it doesn't because it, because because it's um, whether you believe that type of people. So it's it's mm. where it's not. It doesn't matter whether there's individuals. Yeah, but they, those not. type of people is just anyone who vote like anyone who decided to join the Labour Party, and that's pretty broad. No, no, no but these are people that are actually in government as well. I've got. I, I know. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm very aware we've not got you for very long, so I can actually these the three questions that have come on Twitter. I wasn't dismissing that Lynn, by at all. <laughs> I was, so, can I just quickly add to yeah, that? Yeah, because yeah, I do think the party structures are really interesting because obviously we've seen in Labour a change of leadership means a change in party. Yeah. Whereas in the Green Party, we use evidence-based policy that's discussed and debated and voted on by our membership, which means yeah. that I know our. To be honest, our 2015 election manifesto is still pretty much the, the, what, we, what we'll be campaigning on this time because our policies, although we need to update them for the change in politics, our policies have not changed despite the change in leadership because it comes from the grassroots up. And I think that's really vitally important in a political party that you're representing the membership and having yeah. that one, one person, one vote element in our policy making, I think, is really important. And I'm, it's a shame that other parties don't do that. Yeah, no, no, they don't. But, but they said they would. <laughs> do you know what I mean? They said they would until they got into power. So that was the, um, yeah, that was my that's my distrust of pol- of politicians. Like, that's where that comes from. Is that is being, you know, I feel like I found out a, a girlfriend was cheating on me or something. You know, it, it really felt that way. Um, we can do these quick. Uh, Justin Warden said, if you were a leader and hated by everyone similar to other current leaders, uh, sorry, if you were a leader and hated by everyone similar to other current leaders, I mean, this is we're not accepting this as a fact. But this is just what Jess is saying. Would you stand down? 
I think that we, if you've um, got fighting for something that you believe in, <coughs> then that's vitally important. And I definitely think the issues that we stand for as Greens, making sure that we have a more equal society, making sure that people are represented, making sure that we're securing the environment for future generations. Even if I was hated for talking about that, I think it's vitally important that we make yeah. those changes. So I don't um, think I would stand yeah, you down. Don't, you don't, again, that's an unfortunate wording that, Jess, because you, you don't back off because people hate, hate you. <laughs> That's not why you back off. You back off if you, what you're doing is wrong. Is you know, being disliked is, yeah. Uh, Hannah says, why wouldn't? Why would you want to lower voting age to 16? This is one of your policies that you lower the voting age to 16, if not enough 18 year olds are voting. Well, we actually saw a rise in young people going out to vote in the okay. last general election. And I think that it's so vitally important because when I talk to... Actually, talking young people in politics is um, a passion of mine because I was 29 when I first got elected as deputy leader, but I'm now 32. I feel like the young people are just saying, you're not young anymore. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. <Over> <laughs> um, but it's so important to be making sure that there's that young people are given the support they need to go out and vote because what I hear is I don't actually know how to vote, how do I register to vote, what do I do when I get there and I don't know much about politics whereas votes at 16, A, I've met so many 16-year-olds that know more about politics yeah, yeah. Than, than 50-year-olds and making sure that people are engaged while they're at school means that there'll be stronger support in actually people getting registered to vote yeah. and beyond that you could be paying tax you could have a child in school before the first time that you actually get a chance to vote you, if you had that child in an NH, NH hospital you've never had a say in what that hospital who any management of that hospital and mm. so if you're old enough to pay tax and and even join the army then yep. you're old enough to vote mm. oh yeah it's all, it's all comparative isn't it so it's like you, how can you, of all the things to not be allowed to do yes, of all yeah. the things you can do of all things to not be allowed to do to say you can't vote and i absolutely i i, I was more politically savvy at 16 than i am now at 43 24. <laughs> um, last one. I'm so annoyed by the dementia tax. This is from Ross. I'm so annoyed by the dementia tax from the Conservatives. Both my grandparents can't believe they'll have to give away their house to pay for their care if ne necessary. How would the Greens deal with social care better than Theresa May? Well, first of all, we need to have a fully fund uh, an NHS that's completely in public hands. The gradual privatisation of our NH NHS has been absolutely unacceptable and we funded the NHS in tougher economic times than we're in now. And we need to be making sure that that is free and accessible to everybody and taxing people on, well, I mean, even the privatisation, people making money out of our ill health is I mean, a pretty dark policy and has no space in a, a public system. horrendous. <laughs> and then taxing people for being, for needing um, support on their health, again, is a horrendous and would never be anything that would be yeah. a green policy. We'd, what we push to make sure that, every, that the NHS is accessible for everybody and that there's no private profits within yeah. it. My only consolation is that some of these people that um, don't appear to care will feel the brunt of what they didn't care about at some point down the line. Don't answer that. Don't get involved in that. And go, yeah, I'll be sucks to you. But I, I, that, I, that's the only consolation I can take at the moment is that one of these people is going to be in a home at some point. And, you know, it, I, 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 it, it, it makes me kind of depressed. Like, it really does. It I really does. That's my biggest concern about the failure of what's happening to the NHS is because people don't realise that service has been destroyed until they need it most. Yeah. And when you're hearing people left on, on, on beds, on trolleys, getting trying to get A&E yeah. support, then it's just proving that at absolute critical life and death situations, people are realising the lack of investment in yeah. their NHS. And, and again, it's that thing that... There are people who go, I've never seen the inside of a hospital, an NHS hospital, and probably never will. The depressing bit is that they don't care that there are people that do. And, you know, I've, I've been NHS 
although I got a private room one time um, by fluke because I worked this out um, I know this is probably getting into trouble if you did this but um, I found out that you can get a private room if you scream a lot in the wood <laughs> if you're in a lot of pain and you scream a lot they eventually just go move that fat bloke is upsetting everyone rather <laughs> you get a private room that's what I found out um, I, 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 I have seen the inside of hospitals relatively regularly over the past 10 years and I have seen it decline I've seen like you know like seven ages of man sort of thing I've seen it decline um, I've never seen them do anything but their absolute best and I've, ne- I've never mm-hmm. complained and I've never even when I would have had good reasons to complain I've never complained I, you know I'm, I'm very aware of what of the strains they're under and they're like they're angels on the earth these people and it's amazing that anyone would want to punch them and it seems like there are people in in power who do want to punch them and it seems like there are people who have the power of vote who literally couldn't care less and that's going back to what I say that's just I'm always so humbled by the work of people in the NHS, especially now that they're working with pay freezes, um, cuts to their salaries, and even um, well, basically having to do more with less when it comes to have, even having to spend more time within the hospitals and having less resource yeah. to look after people. And it's really uh, an absolute indictment on our society that we can't give them, uh, give them the, the investment that they need when they're dealing with the lives of people that we love, our friends and family, and people who are, I always think it's um, interesting those people who do pay for private insurance that's all very well and good but then your colleagues your friends your family they're all using the NHS yeah. and it's not just about you it's about wider society um, I even think it's interesting that you have big corporations who might pay for, um, for that, that don't pay their tax um, effectively they use tax loopholes to make sure they don't pay their full amount of tax mm. and actually it's them who benefit from from a health system yeah, that their yeah. employees then use or uh, d- uh, who benefit from uh, a free education for people because then they'll be hiring those graduates that go on to make profits for their for their company and I think we really need to think about what this investment means because it means, means a better society for everybody. Yeah, I mean it, it is an indictment on society, it certainly is. However, here's, here's the stupid thing about it for me. There is one person who could sign in the right box who can change it like that literally like that who can go move that money from there don't build that bomb we won't need that bomb we've got enough bombs for that move that money over to there do that there there we go and it's just sorted now for the next 10 years exactly like and that is terrifying one person one person can do that so why are they not <laughs> that's what you've got a question so as a voter if you're going to vote why are they not why are they not doing that? Why would a human being put a death sentence, no exaggeration, a death sentence on hundreds, possibly thousands of people because they'd rather buy a bomb? That's putting it in simple terms. But that's I, what it boils down to. I completely agree. Yeah. And I think that that's... Um, I hope that your listeners are, will go out and register to vote today and make sure that they do go out and vote. And if you're not sure who to vote for, then there are lots of quizzes online where you can find out what party most aligns to your core beliefs, which I think that that's so important. We're so qu- often given the mantra, you need to vote X to keep Y out, when actually yeah, yeah. you're never going to get the kind of politics you want unless you vote for the kind of polit- politics you believe in. So yeah, yeah, yeah. if you're still a float- floating voter, then I definitely recommend to, to go out and try some of these quizzes and just see where your... Um, yeah, where your politics lies. Yeah. Um, there's also Gina Miller started that bestforbritain.org about um, going and seeing which of your MPs are really going to be open about Brexit and not just yeah, sign yeah. a blank document about it. 
exactly. other people. I mean, we've been talking about a ratification referendum, and I think it's very interesting that the journalists say, oh, you're just doing that for the 48%. No, we're doing it for everybody, because why would we want to have a Brexit that didn't work for, for mm. us because we've just given that blank mm, check to somebody? Story, and um, that actually a ratification referendum is good for everybody to make sure that we have the best result for the UK. Yeah. Mm. Well, look... It's been a laugh, hasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> We've had a great laugh, haven't we, here today? Um, who's your favourite band? Who do you like? Um, I like War on Drugs. Yeah. But if I can request a song... What, you like drugs? Sorry, <laughs> what, what? Get Rita the Skeeter in here. The of the Green Party has just said that it's she likes... band, just Ian. Cut, sorry, cut, he's no, old. Cut, he's it old. Out, cut it out for the podcast. So she goes, he's I like old, drugs. He's old, he's old. War on Drugs, I feel like I know just All right, the... let me have a look. Uh, and, but I was going to say, yeah. what's that song, the uh, Riptide? I can't remember who does it, because I really like that line, All My Friends Are Turning Green. Is it Vance Joy? Is that right? That's the one. Yes. Yes. Is that what it is? Do you want that? <laughs> yeah, that would be great. I'm going to play that. That's going to be a bit it. more relaxed. That's going to be it? your exit music. <laughs> <laughs> you can wave as you can. I love it. Hey, look, thanks for coming in. Genuinely appreciate it. And thanks yeah. for, you know, for, for chatting and stuff. It's, uh, like I say, you know where I stand on, on everything at the moment now, and, and, and I know where you stand in that. And it's like, I, I, I genuinely admire someone still fighting the fight. Uh, you know, I, and I'm kind of. No, I'm not embarrassed. I was going to say I'm embarrassed. I'm not embarrassed at all. I, I, you know, we're a product of our past and we're a product of what's happened to us and that. And I still care about people and I still actively do stuff about that. But um, best of luck with it. And, uh, you know. Thank you. And hopefully, I, I know I'm always inspired by the work of Caroline Lucas. And I hope that, you know, people can pull that inspiration from hardworking politicians who are fighting the good fight. Yeah, in no, I get that. Well, I get that totally. But, you know, there's a, there's a human edge to it, isn't there? And that's, that's what I think. That's what I find is lacking politically, is there's, there's a human edge. So, you know, I, I like chatting with people and I like sort of seeing where people are, you know, where people stand just on a human level. And that's... Dave uh, Benson Phillips is a human. This is the thing. <laughs> this Get is the thing. I'm, I'm terrified Jacqueline that you're going to... I'm going to terrify you're going to be overtired by the end of the day from doing, you know, hustings and stuff all day and that you're, you're going to go, what, I said earlier on that we're going to get Dave Benson. You'll just say, you'll just say <laughs> Tony someone. Robinson, he'd Can be a great me? politician, no, wouldn't he? I think he's, Time a to. I think he's Labour, I think. Is it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's a strong mm. Labour. Sorry, also, we I'm, can convince him. David Attenborough does support Caroline Lucas, so I feel oh, really? like David would be like... Oh, he'd be great. Is he a, is he, get is, him in Parliament. Is Attenborough, has he got a title? Sir, David Attenborough. Yeah. Yeah, see that. He could, he could commentate um, the House of Parliament. Turns me like off it was like Mean Girls. And they're turns just me like... off. <laughs> Any title just turns me off completely. Just not, not interested. Tony Robinson should be ashamed of himself. <laughs> <laughs> it's my personal opinion. Um, look, uh, Green Party Deputy Leader Amelia Womack. Thanks ever so much. Indeed. Amelia Womack. I don't want to say all that. Amelia Womack. Uh, best of luck with it. And here mm. is your request. It is Riptide by Vance Joy because it's something about being green. <laughs> Said just a few things that I ain't. Just a few things that I ain't. Beautiful South. And before that, that one that the lady Riptide, wasn't it? Advanced Joy. Never heard that before. Still not heard it. I was chatting to her. Um, welcome back. It is now. Oh, God, we're running out of time already. Did you have a wave? TikTok. It was a really great way. Really satisfying. You went off for a do away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what did they fit? No, no, I mean, politics feel, makes me drink a lot of water. You know, it makes me Does nervous. It? So I was like, Does it really make me nervous? piss it out. Piss it out. <laughs> and it's done. It's do, back into the water waves and yeah, then to yeah, filter yeah. the green party. Yeah, you've done very well. Making sure our water's clean. Putting all the way back into the water. Um, I was going to tell you, you know we're talking about my stroke? Yeah. That may or may not have It had. really just sounds like you've had a court case about a feel-up on the tube. <laughs> <laughs> when I had my stroke. 
Sorry. No, was... <laughs> should take your health concerns you know, seriously. You know the... Is no, the no, second no, day no, going no, well? I don't. I don't. No, we're doing. I think we're doing all right. We can, I, there's a potential of us definitely getting, you know, at least second or third base. I reckon. Oh, jeez. Um, what's his boyfriend business? What's going on there? <laughs> you didn't give me. You, you slipped out of there, didn't you? Because you don't. Did you have a boyfriend last time I met you? No, I didn't. You, you tried to set me, me up when you invited me over. I did, didn't I? I yeah, did, but then he said he was Christian, and I was like, oh, just no, not he is sure Christian, if I'm ready but it's not like, um, yeah, of course, because you weren't you. What were I you? used to be very evangelical Christian. Yeah, yeah. But we all are when we're 19, aren't we? No? Okay, just me. I, was trying to think. <laughs> no, I used to be a Christian youth worker. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not now, I'm definitely. I'm agnostic slash atheist. Okay. Make a choice. But um, <laughs> make I've a choice. St- stop, stop. I've still got all the great songs though in the back of my pocket. So you know, if you like say something to me, and I'm like, right, right. when you point your finger at your neighbour, there are three more pointing back at you. Right, okay. The first one says, "Now easy, mate. You ain't cleared the rubbish at your own back gate." That's, um, Recycling ties. And see? you've uh, four months. Did you say you've had? <laughs> yeah. No, the, has that been? <laughs> that's the longest. Has that happened? Any, no, no, has that, any point have you sung that song at, at him? No. <laughs> that's the come. That, he hasn't blamed me for anything. You see? Wait, see. Who's the boy? Um, he is. He's a bit younger than me. He's twenty-three. Okay. I'm about to be twenty-seven. Uh, he works right. for a breast cancer charity. Right. Mm, <laughs> look like have a little do good, is he? <laughs> yeah. He wears Rainbow Dot Martin. Yeah. Does it? And exactly. he, yeah. <laughs> And um, his favourite thing is analogue photography. Right. So um, he sounds like a wanker. Well, it's where exactly you, who you'd expect where, me to date. I, you, I'm sitting there wearing dungarees with a nose ring. Who did where, you think I was dating? Where Ian? Did, where did you meet him? Some hard guy. Like, I don't know. No, I don't know. Well, uh, well what best? What I was saying. I wasn't going to date a football fan, was I? Well, not. I don't well, know. not you, any you football fan. You but like, done, but you know, you, you invited me over that yeah. time. <laughs> isn't it? So you were clearly casting your net wide. <laughs> but what? Um, where did you meet him at? Um, I met him because he also does YouTube videos. Oh, does he? Quite exciting, isn't it? What does he yeah. do? What's he called? Um, is it private? He, if it's private, just say it's private. No, he's called Craig. Craig what? Simmons. Craig Simmons. <laughs> yeah. Has he got more followers than you? No, he doesn't. Has he got less? He's got less. He's got more now. I've shouted him out there a few no, times. But is that part of it? Well, I is think that that's probably. He's just would climbed you, the ladder. Would you have gone out with that um, that bloke that said all oh, the leave Britney alone stuff? <laughs> would you? I'd have been there would you behind have the curtain him? with him. Would you? Okay. <laughs> So is it important to you that you're in this little YouTube, I mean, it sounds like a marriage of convenience to me, it sounds like I mean, like, you, you know, it's all about views together. though, isn't it, now, that's the currency. Of, you to know, do, we can't buy houses or avocados, so we just get views and do videos likes. together? No, no, no. But you're probably the, the couple's like, tag. Does he ask you to? Does he ever just no, lie in no, bed no, and just no, go, no, hey, no, tell you no, what we no, should yeah, do? Definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you not do a video with him if you love him? Do you I love him? I think so, yeah. You think you love him? Yeah. Is that the first time you no, said I that? No, I do. Though? No, 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 I do. Will he be listening now? Probably. Craig, she loves you, mate. <laughs> um, but I'll tell you what you should I do, then, mate. If you are a genuine partnership, though. <laughs> I'm she starting. Should let, she should let you go on one of her videos as well, because then you get all the more, all the more followers. <laughs> all then. the followers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just saying that it would be a nice, you know, it'd be, it'd be a nice thing for you to do together. <laughs> you know, that would be a nice experience to do it. And... Yeah. Become a social media power couple. Bumping it's time up, for Zoe and Alfie to move over, I think. I don't know who that is. I'm, I'm ple- <laughs> Do you not know who Zoella is? I am, I am delighted is. to say I've got no idea who that is. This is very exciting. Don't want to learn. What? Don't want to learn. <laughs> I had to look up who Frankie and the Jets are. Good. What are they called? <laughs> don't know. <laughs> no, I don't. Frankie goes for breakfast. What uh, is Frankie it? Frankie goes to Hollywood. There you go. In the next show, we're doing a pretty good later <laughs> on. And remember Frankie goes. So you had to look up Frankie goes to Hollywood. How depressing yeah. is that? I know. Spotify told me that. It's all right. Um, they were banned, Frankie goes to Hollywood, because they were gays. 
No. I don't know if the man who's coming in is gay man. The, BB- the BBC stopped from playing the song. Yeah, because it had come in it. I know, this is a very, very brief Google when I was yeah. standing outside of the building. That's yeah, it, was, what I it was relaxed. <laughs> I know you don't, uh, I, sh- I should have explained to you, you don't need to know anything about the guests at all because I, I don't, generally speaking. It's, cool. it's only if I already have the knowledge. Well, it's, just they, it's up to them to explain themselves, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, oh, I can explain who I am, you can yeah. explain who you are. Yeah. But we're getting to know you now about your new boyfriend who you won't do videos oh, with. Stop somebody, it. Even though you say, that, <laughs> even though you profess to love him. So, how did you meet him? And because of YouTube. You're messing because of YouTube. Yeah. That's not a reason. I shout, People I t- don't meet I'll tell you because what happened, of YouTube. I'll tell you what happened. I made a video about my favourite YouTubers and I put him on the list. <laughs> How bait's that? Right. And then we started talking. Did you do it deliberately, that? Was it, was it a deliberate no, thing no, no. to tell the truth? Was it deliberate I mean, he had thing? a girlfriend at the time, so I have to say, the party well, line is so no. You, you, so you broke up a relationship? I didn't break up a relationship. You broke up a relationship in order to get further break. in your career. <laughs> and yet you profess to be all like liberal-minded. <laughs> You'd be a great, like, kind of, like, features editor of a newspaper, you know? You've got really good headlines. I wouldn't, because I, I wouldn't, because I'd go, we're not <laughs> writing that. That's horrible. You're like, no. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, have you done it with him or not? <laughs> I have, yeah. How many times? <laughs> Several. In four months, how many times? <laughs> you must still be able to count Several. It. How many times have you had sex? What, my with life? Your, with your lady. Seven. <laughs> Once a year on her birthday. <laughs> No, loads, but that. But we've been together more than four months. But, yeah. but within four months, I probably would have been able to have given you certainly a, a good estimate. <laughs> really? Certainly, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to put a number on it. <laughs> okay, well, roughly, what, every other day, <laughs> every day. <laughs> no, we live at the end, other end of. Um, we we live on the same line, but other ends, so it's it's a very long way. So it's convenient, isn't it? Yeah. No, that's convenient. Yeah, that's, definitely. That, that's, there's no reason why you couldn't. It's yeah. one journey every day. That's all that is. <laughs> So so, we've, we've had we've done it several day? times. How long were you going out with each other, <laughs> or how long did you know each other in real life before you didn't before you had it off? Um, like a couple of months, maybe. That's a long time. What were you holding back, or was he holding back, or was it just not just, right just, yet? We're just chilling. Yeah. You know how it is. I don't know. You don't know. You don't chill. <laughs> Normally, sort of Ian's straight. got no chill. He's kind like, look, kind of straight in. <laughs> all or nothing. <laughs> well, I think I'm a very passionate man, so I think that that's you know, I invariably um, I'm attracted to and have ended up with people who. Generally speaking, they're quite mm. um, you know impulsive and passionate, so it tends to be. You run off into the sunset. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> probably been married loads. <laughs> probably, I just can't remember. Standard. Um, do you see yourself being together forever at this at this point? Who knows? No, 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 I no, don't do, like this. No, you yeah. can't answer it. Um, I don't know. Because the, thi- the thing is, Ian, an answer, I don't know if you remember, but like, um, I used to be engaged. <laughs> I don't remember. I, that, did, I used to be engaged. Who you engaged um, to? This this boy that I met at school. YouTube and then we, or not? No, 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 not YouTube. Facebook. And we were we were. <laughs> no, he was at my school. Is he was Bevo? two years older than me at school. <laughs> Bevo, right? Bevo. Um, and we met on MSN. We didn't. And we met at school. And I was I was with him for like eight years. And we were engaged. Right. And we we're like forever. And then one day I was like, no. Nah. I don't oh, no, no, so. but we've all got those stories. You know, somebody yeah, exactly. you've been with her. Like, no. no, but that's, that wasn't the question. Mm. What I said was, in how you feel right now, do you see yourself being together forever? I'm, I'm not saying that you know, things can't change and that you might not be. I'm not saying. He's somebody that I'm I can not definitely saying commit talk- now to being together <laughs> forever and come what may, you can't break that. <laughs> come I, I'm what saying, may. Right now, 
he's somebody that I can tolerate for very long periods of time. And that's well, you that's, tell me what makes somebody. You, t- well, you educate me. Do you know what? That that is the possibly the most beautiful professional woman I've ever heard in my life. It's somebody you could tolerate for a long yeah, time. I'm, yeah, yeah. I've not wanted to particularly like the use of the word tolerate. That was really, yeah, beautiful. <laughs> do you know what? I bet he's at home now. Isn't that, I bet isn't he's that what makes like a, a like a long term relationship? You tell me what are the signs right now? How about that, mate? You're getting. You could be tolerated for a while. It's not about like sparks and passion, is it? It's about yeah, sustained it tolerance, no, surely. A- after the sparks and the passion. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, afterwards. Yeah. What I'm saying is you're four months in, you should still be... I, I, oh, well, definitely, the, I'm there. The answer like... to the question should have been 120 <laughs> times. <laughs> Give or take a day. When I asked you, the answer should have been 120 times. At least some days more, some days less, depending on because fatigue. <laughs> We should have been able to. to <laughs> we should have been able to do an average guess at quite how much. You, so when also, <laughs> like in in milliliters, in, in milliliters. we could have given an average how? guess <laughs> based on based on what. It'd be like one of those blue Peter like like fundraising yeah, exactly things that. where it's like you exactly just, you, it's like a tube and you build yeah, it up. Yeah, yeah. It, should be exa- it, should, it should be exactly that. You, we should have been able to do a graphic right now mm-hmm. that showed. On average, approximately how much love has been spent <laughs> in this four-month relationship where you tolerate your gentleman. <laughs> That's what should have happened. I'm well, sorry. I'm very pleased for you. I'll, I'll make Are you sure, happy? I'll make sure to keep a tally in future. Yeah, could you? <laughs> get him to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he has. Yeah, no, get him. We'll find out. <laughs> when we have our break in a bit, I want you to go and phone him and just say, can I just ask you something? Well, I don't know. It's like, work out have the you, last time I bought condoms and then like work out how many there were at the beginning and work out how many there are now. Are you using condoms? Yeah. That's safe, isn't it? Yeah, it's absolutely, yeah. No, I wasn't <laughs> criticising that. I just wondered what, uh, what stage does that go out the window? I don't know. What do you reckon? <laughs> has he asked? Has he been sort of harangued? No, I don't really like the pill. <gasps> do you want me to tell you something I found out about the pill, right? This yeah. will scandalise you. Okay. So basically, so, so the way the pill works, right? And I'm saying this in very Daily Mail terms. Stop I don't have any, baby. I only have like, like may, maybe a be- best a C at GCSE grade okay. in science. Um, it changes the way that female hormones work. So you're more likely to be attracted to somebody who's got similar... Um, DNA to you when yeah. you're on the pill because obviously you're supposed to be surrounding yourself with with like your family okay. and people that are similar to you. Yeah. Uh, and then when you're not on the pill, you're attracted to people with really different DNA makeup. Right. So you see, like the when I got together with the first guy that I was engaged to, right, I was on the pill. Okay. Came off the pill six years later, immediately broke up with him. Really? Discuss. Yeah. So it could be true. So think it's about it. All the marriages that are just like creepily people who are marrying people with similar DNA to them yeah, come yeah. off the pill and are just not attracted to their spouses anymore. Apparently that's a massive thing. Do you think that's why I would have previously in my life always attracted girls that are already on the pill because I've got tits? Because <laughs> maybe they've got similar DNA <laughs> yeah, to Yeah, that's you. like I'm sort of like topped up with estrogen well, as well. I mean, you know, just make sure they don't come off it again, basically, is the idea. So now I'm really scared to go on it because what if I'm not attracted to him? Yeah, what? Well, then what? So yeah, I think, then. and I explained this to him, and then he was like, "Yeah, come on, sound good." <laughs> I mean, you've given yourself an amazing get out there. Yeah. <laughs> and I can't on the pill. I would find you physically repulsive, <laughs> and I barely tolerate you at the moment. There we go. Tiger Lily's banging in the nails. That's for you. I did that for you. That, oh, that song. Thanks. Really you didn't listen to it, did you? <laughs> listen to it when you get home. <laughs> See what it awakens in you. Uh, we're joined now by Charlotte. Charlotte, Charlotte. Charlotte or Charlotte? No, uh, Charlotte. Charlotte. Who's called Charlotte? Yeah, Charlotte. I'd go with Charlotte. No. Charlotte. Where are you from? Charlie. Charlie. 
Charlie. I'm Charlie, really. Yeah, yeah, so why does it change for Charlie? I don't know. Why is it not Charlie? <laughs> I don't know. See, you all looked at me like I was an idiot. <laughs> uh, Charlotte Josephine. Jo- Josephine. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the writer of Blush, which is at the Soho Theatre. I've long suspected that something's going on with this station in the Soho Theatre because, honestly, loads of the guests we get at the Soho Theatre. Maybe and just I where all the best shows are, Ian. Mm. No, I reckon they've done an underhanded deal that I've not been told about Drinking. and I should be getting some of that cash. Yeah, cupcakes at least. Yeah. How much money have you got on you? <laughs> well, you've been here to be mugged. This isn't actually a radio station. <laughs> Try and get people off guard. How much money have you got? Give me some of it now and I'll promote your show. <clears throat> um, so you're doing Blush? Yeah. Well, so there's uh, Tuesday 16th of May to Saturday the 3rd of June. Mm-hmm. Your press night is the 18th of May. Yeah, it's been and gone. And then tour, as yeah, yeah, tour 6th to 24th mm-hmm. of June. Um, what's this about? This is about shame, really. Okay. Yeah, about, um, about uh, the responsibility that we put on ourselves as men and women. Like those kind of unwritten rules of yep. like what you are supposed to be as a man and what you're supposed to be as a woman. And then the shame that you feel at not quite measuring up to those impossibly high expectations. Okay. Um, and how that can spill out sideways. And it kind of looks at revenge pornography and online shaming and our relationship with the internet, particularly our relationship with sex and the internet. So there are five characters that have all somehow been linked with revenge pornography or online shaming. Okay. There's two actors, myself and Daniel Foxsmith. Um, so it's a really sweaty kind of mad oh. hour where there's yes. like five characters but only two of us. So we're kind okay. of, you know, it should feel like you've got too many tabs up on your computer and you're, right, you're having right, okay. to work to like keep remembering who's who and stuff. Um, so yeah, it's it's good. It's I, I'm really proud of it, and it's we've had good responses from audiences, which is really nice. Really interesting conversations in the bar. It really provokes a lot of questions that people hang around in a bar afterwards and chat to us about quite intense stuff, which is amazing. Okay. Um, are they? Are you the are you the sole writer? Did you write it yourself? Yeah. 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 Is it where, where does that come about? Where's what was your interest in that? Shame originally, like the emotion, because no one talks about it and okay. we all feel it. Like as soon as I say that word, so like everyone's like, Ooh, like we all know that feeling. And then I read a lot of Brene Brown, her okay. work, Dr. Brene Brown, and um, John Ronson wrote this amazing book called yeah. Saving Public Shamed, um, and just started writing a bit about that and the shame that I feel as a woman in life generally and then talking to men about the shame that they feel as men uh, and toxic masculinity and um, and then I read about revenge pornography in the paper and I just thought fucking hell what is this yeah, like, yeah. what mm. is this it, like this weird modern version of what I think is an age old problem um, and the internet just seems to speed it up mm. well, it's, um, it's, 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 a, it's a technology issue that isn't it really more than anything else well, it's, I think well, it's, it's, it's a human issue in terms of people that would be a prick enough to do that in the first yeah, place. But I, think, I think it's a manifestation of misogyny. I think it, it, it. At first, I was just angry at the men that do it and okay. angry at the internet <laughs> for existing. Yeah, yeah. And then I dug a bit deeper and was like, okay, what, what could culturally we take a bit of responsibility for? Like, what are we teaching our boys? Basically, that right, means okay. that in order to be, in order to feel like a man, they need to own a certain amount of things or have a certain amount of things. Right. And then when that's threatened, so if she if she ends a relationship, and of course it's all very public now, it's all on Facebook and stuff, mm-hmm. then how he might f- his masculinity might feel threatened, and how in a heated moment you lash out. Okay. Um, yeah, and then research got pretty dark, kind of looking at revenge porn websites and 
Yeah. So take yeah. that into with, with the switches of misogyny because I think that, I think my natural reaction to that, and I've not done the research that you have. I'll say that off the bat. But my natural, re- my first reaction to that would be um, that it's not to do with men and women, so it can't be attributed to misogyny because I think it's just a case of hurting someone back who's hurt you. That's that's the basics of it. Yeah, that is the basics. But the majority of victims are women, and the majority of perpetrators are men. And also you'll find if men have sex tapes released, they'll be high-fived. And yeah. if women have sex tapes released, they have to leave their job. Yeah. But that's the difference. It's like the public reaction to it. The public reaction would be that she would be absolutely humiliated to the point most victims commit suicide. Like, mm. it, it's just horrendous. It's like ostracisation. Ostracisation of... Um, it's just the most horrendous thing that can happen to you that you, you literally feel like you've been kicked out of the tribe. Like, sh- mm. public shaming. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, if you sent me a cock shot and I shared it, your mates might laugh, you might laugh it off. It's, you won't have the same repercussions that women would. I wouldn't be able to laugh it off. Mm. No? I just I couldn't laugh it off because... <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'd just be like, There you oh, go. No. <laughs> <laughs> Do you get any kickback from discussing masculinity as well? Because I've got a few friends that are like, oh, I've had like male feminists on my channel, mm. and people have been like, why are you giving them a platform? Why are you talking about it? And I'm like, because it's the same, it's two sides mm. of the same coin. Mm. And while definitely like women are usually the victims, it's also like, important so like in the play like do you do you like discuss his gender as much as yours and like have you ever had bad reactions about that uh i haven't had any bad reactions mm-hmm. yet that's good I've, I've worked really hard i mean there's three female characters in a play and two male um and i've worked really hard with the other actor dan and with the director ed to unpick those male characters and make sure that they're like really kind of fully fleshed well-rounded intricate people rather than just a black and white kind of bad guy and actually uh one of the female characters in the play is a perpetrator of revenge porn she put i don't want to spoilers spoiler mm. alert but she uh leaks some stuff so i've tried to be as balanced as possible right, basically cool. um yeah. and yeah it's been amazing like some blokes have come up to us in the bar afterwards and had some like quite in-depth conversations about how it's made them feel or the que- questions that it's provoked in them or it's been interesting but mm. yeah that was definitely like the worst version of this play is that it's just like man-hating yeah and yeah, yeah. and and really really simplistic in its opinion of this and i don't think it, this is an easy thing mm. to, i don't think, I think it's, an, it's it's just as, as public as everything is so like you know if, like the john ronson book like in that they talk about justine sacco who's the woman who tweeted she went to africa and she tweeted um oh like, i'm going to africa i hope i hope i don't get aids mm. and then she turned her phone off yeah, <laughs> went on the plane landed. and like sorry I shouldn't laugh and like five five hours later she turns it on and she's like doesn't have yeah. a job doesn't have a f- like friends yeah <laughs> and it's that that fear of like sometimes I'll tweet stuff just off the cuff stuff that I'd say in a pub that people mm-hmm. would get and then I'm like oh no I'm gonna be mm-hmm. like I don't want to turn my phone off because I'm like what if I'm gonna be Justine Sacker mm-hmm. no is like, that to do with reaction though is it, do you think how you react to that I'm, I'm not saying for a second that anyone should you know is, is fallen victim to revenge porn should be able to go yeah whatever you know I, I don't think that's you know th- that doesn't make it all well and good but I think in the in the case of being shamed in that way <clears throat> I think someone's reaction to it is key your initial reaction is key so I think like if I was to do something that was if I did a bad taste joke or whatever if I did something that you know upset people it, it would only be when I started pandering to the criticism that I I would consider that digging a deeper hole. I would consider it more in my own persona and my own how I am to go, 
Oh, you clearly mm. fucking deliberately misunderstand this. Fuck off. You know, and and, and that's I mean, what I, like people like Jennifer apologize. Lawrence have done though. When they, when their nudes have been leaked, they just like appear in Vanity Fair the next month. Like, hello. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but there's a, but the, the, there's something both empowering about that, but also that that shouldn't you shouldn't have to do that. You know, it shouldn't be a case that Jennifer Lawrence goes. Oh, well, fuck it, in for a penny, in for a pound. You know, this is mm. my best way out, or this is, you know... I guess it's similar to the Izzard thing, you know, with Izzard with, when, um, when he first said he was a transvestite, and it, and it was like his case when people criticised him or said anything derogatory to him about that was like, yeah, so what, so what? You know, it, was, it very much took the, the, the power out of it. But I guess with revenge porn, there is a fundamental... There's a, there's a tangible thing there that is embarrassing, and it is, you know... Um, I can't remember who I was speaking to. I was, uh, Barry, I was speaking to Barry, who I worked with the other day, about um, we were talking about someone else who'd been sh- shamed, for want of a better word, publicly about things that they'd said in a sexual situation that had been outed in the press and what they'd said. Mm. And um, or Leslie Grantham's a good example. And Leslie Grantham, all those pictures of him came out webcamming, sticking his finger in his mouth and that. And you look at it, you go, there, but for the grace of God, go I. Because, you know, any one of us, any one of us on the planet filmed in that vulnerable moment. Mm out of context will look embarrassing you know mm. out of context if you do a transcript of fucks that I've had in my life mm. it'd be like oh god what was that I've never used that word before what was I doing mm. well I'm not the master of anything mm. why was I saying you know what I mean mm. so, so I think like what I'm interested in really as a writer is exactly that so it's a universal emotion everybody has it everyone everyone can now imagine or remember times when they felt shame particularly around sex yeah like, and so what I'm interested in like with what's going on politically at the moment, it feels like empathy is taking a fucking battering. Mm-hmm. And it and empathy is the antidote for shame. So shame grows in secrecy and in silence. And so that's when I when I share something that I've been ashamed of to like a friend or whatever, if I'm met with a me too, which is empathy, rather mm-hmm. than a poor you, which is sympathy, if I'm met with a me too, it kills it. Like shame can't exist in that environment and that's how you can heal through it. Right. And what isn't happening at the moment in, you know, lots of different ways is there aren't many me too's because it takes a huge amount of vulnerability to to put yourself in that position in the shit with someone and say me too I've been mm. here too do you know what I mean and culturally with what's going on with the Tories and Trump and everything is like it feels like we're being taught to just concentrate on me and mine and you know it's fear me and mine I'll just concentrate on me and make sure that I'm safe that I've got everything that I look good that like my social media feed is really entertaining or attractive or whatever and 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 we're forgetting that empathy is like, and human kindness now suddenly becomes this huge political act. Mm. So, so that's what I'm poking at in the piece. I think okay. is I'm like it's like a call to arms that's like, be kind, you fuckers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> be but, kind but to you know It's it's the you fuckers that's the issue, though. I think we've discussed this before. It's been a depressing trend in the show today. Is that the, the the temptation to say you fuckers or you idiots or that that's yeah. the, that's the issue at the moment? Yeah, I think. yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's and exactly it, what I'm it, saying. Yeah. Rather than going, do you know what? I've been there and I've done that too. Mm. Sometimes I'm a dickhead. Yeah, it takes yeah. a lot to say at the moment. It feels like, and that's what empathy is. Do you know what I mean? Me too. Like yeah, going, yeah. yeah. Sometimes I'm really impatient, or sometimes I'm really whatever. Yeah. Mm. Where does the law the, the law where does the law stand on revenge porn now? Because that yeah. all changed relatively recently, didn't it? April two thousand fifteen. Yeah. Okay. Legislation was passed. It takes a really long time. I'm angry about um, how I'm really really furious yeah. about how long it is taking for that law to be 
you know, I'm not an expert. But is it not in effect? Is it not actually in effect? It just seems it's just such a tricky law. Basically, you need to prove that the videos or images were shared without consent, and you need to prove that they were um, shared uh, with the intent to cause harm. Okay. That's the wording of the law at the moment, which so, is a really so, tricky So it's not thing. simply just illegal mm. to upload your home sex videos. Not, with it, you know, not. there's got to be all that proof with it as well. Okay. It's got to be proof. So okay. like you've, yeah, it's really hard basically to, for these women to get help. And then the the only revenge porn charity helpline in the UK has just had all its funding cut. Okay. <laughs> Shout out to the Tories. <laughs> um, Naming so, no names. Yeah. So going to just upload some stuff now. Now that I know um. that. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm furious. It seems like any law that might protect women seems to take fucking ages to actually be used in effect. Right. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's brilliant. <laughs> it's brilliant that there is a law now. And, like, it, it just seems really slow, murderously slow, in my opinion, that, like, those changes so, are actually being made. So what... But, but do you understand the, 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 the safety net of that in terms of, you know, because this is all about people being vindictive, isn't it? This, this entire thing is about people being vindictive. Mm-hmm. And we're going to, you know, we can say, well, we can't put a number because we don't know what the number is. But the majority of it is men being vindictive to a previous partner for whatever reason that is. However, as with, you know, rape laws and things like that, the reason that there has to be some sort of safety net, and I agree it shouldn't be as stringent as what you've just explained to me, but the reason there has to be that is because there is, a, you know, I presume a small percentage the other side of this where the victim supposed victim is actually complicit in this and, and is actually being vindictive back you know that it's a vindictive thing that you know of, of somebody saying they've been raped when they hadn't been raped and think stuff like that mm. that's why there has to be some sort of loophole beneath it yeah. i agree not to the excesses that you've just described mm. but you can't have a I, I don't think you can have a blanket rule no that, that says something, you know, in, in every case we will convict on this based on the word of the, in this case, the woman in this relationship, yeah. or even if it's a, it could be a gay yeah, relationship, yeah. Whatever, the, whoever it is the victim the, you know, accepted victim in this we will blanket rule mm. in their favour. Mm. There's got to be some level mm. of... Yeah, it's a complicated thing that's why yeah. I'm, I'm not a lawyer, do you know what I mean? Like, and I, don't, I probably should, um, I think I should be one then. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but you're right it's a complicated thing and stuff like consent is always really yeah, tricky yeah, yeah. So, yeah. there's a big grey area and that's why I also feel really passionately that our sex education needs to change in schools like, yeah. it's mm. shit it's, and it, it, it's really dangerous. Yeah. Um, that things like consent are not talked about, things like pleasure are not talked about, yeah, yeah, things yeah. like open communication, homosexual relationships, like all of that is just not discussed. It's like the bare bones biology. Here is a penis. Here is a vagina. Good luck. Like yeah, I got yeah. told, but don't get pregnant because you won't get yeah, any housing from us. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. like, um, and there are countries like Scandinavian countries who are much better at uh, having those conversations from a much younger age. And I don't understand why we're not doing that. There's a very weird British embarrassment, like, and I, and I think it's dangerous. And I think it desperately needs to change. Well, mm. we're just done on the issue. I've noticed on social media, or what what I appear to see as a trend. Again, I've got no figures to back this up. It's just what I have perceived myself and what I've seen of <coughs> excuse me of the being a you know we talk about blanket rules and things like that there, there appears to be I've seen it a couple of times recently I've seen one with, in relation to Bill Cosby one in relation to whatever that footballer bloke was who was convicted and unconvicted and all that sort of thing Chad yeah that guy Chad who, wh- whatever he is but um, of uh, people simply not accepting the, the ruling or or 
uh, in the case of Cosby, where there's not actually been a trial yet anyway, you know, uh, of, you know, it's signed, sealed, signed, sealed and delivered, regardless of what happens in any court, that they will maintain on their social media that, um, like in the case of that Chad Evans guy, that, you know, there are people now who will, ju who will just say, no, he did rape her, mm. and that's, and I don't care what the court said, and I don't mm. care what he did, and, and we'll maintain that. What's the responsibility of the masses in this? What you know? What what, what should be the case? That should is that all right for people to do that? To still that's it's really interesting how you see people attacking people they don't know on social media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very. But did so Bill Cosby? Like, I I don't know. The, you know, people say no smoke without fire and all that sort of thing. And there's so many. You know, there have been so many accusations against him. Yeah. But those accusations have you know, if, if looking at mitigated circumstances, have risen. In the immediate time frame, you know, yeah. they've not, they're not historically been that many. There are more now. Yeah. And there's the argument as well is that because people had the courage to come out, or is that because there are people who are coming in now going, there might be some money in this? Mm. Is this people who've got another problem with him, you know, and they're being vindictive or whatever? You know, you, you don't know till there's been a case. Mm. But there are people who have got him convicted and finished. Mm. Um, ditto with the lad, the, the footballer lad who, whose conviction had been turned. I mean, Mike, my, my, I don't know the facts of the cases. I'm, I, all I can go on is what the outcome of the case was, mm. or that there's been no outcome yet. And I feel there's a real um I, I think it's a dangerous precedent to set for people to carry on saying somebody is a rapist who has been cleared of rape yeah we're out of time <laughs> um no no yeah you, you have to go by what has been decided in a court you, you have to mm. do you have you anything to add to our discussion <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> no it's difficult I, I, mm. I'm just very aware that I don't I, I don't like fucking witch hunts witch hunts in any situation that, I don't like people that's what I'm really interested in I think as well is like where the desire to shame others comes from like yeah, where yeah, yeah. that like mm. where we get that kick of power from tweeting something really nasty about someone that we don't know yeah, yeah, yeah. because we're unhappy in our own lives perhaps yeah. like that witch hunt mentality that social media does provoke yeah like where has that come from? And like, is that just a human thing? Have we always had that since caveman times, or is it something that the that the internet like speeds up? Or this music's really funny, isn't it? <laughs> it's, cause, it's, cause it's, it's out music, and we're meant to be out of it. Oh, but it's all right. Oh, sorry. Um, well, look. Um, but we've sp we sparked the discussion and you'll benefit from that because now people come to your show so it's called Blushes by Charlotte Josephine uh, the UK tour and run at Soho Theatre announced announced I think it's read announced um, 16th of May to 3rd of June so he's still running at Soho's um, and the tour is the 6th to the 24th of June you're going all over the place mm -hmm. yeah That's they're exciting. all on uh, the Snuffbox Theatre website it's all the tour dates and Perfect. details and stuff um, thanks for joining us um, Thank thanks for joining us listening today we appreciate it um, we're not going to be less political next show Lena, thank you. And um, right. is Sarah and the mouse. Is the mouse here or not? Yes, the mouse will be on as well. We'll see you next week. This is a Fubar Radio podcast. Go to fubarradio.com for more details. If you enjoyed this podcast, please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes.